Hello, it's Merry Christmas, isn't it? Welcome to the Bro Four Squad Podcast, where we are just a bunch of bros drinking beer and talking movies. And that British accent off the top can only mean two things. Number one, it is Christmas time. Happy holidays. And we are here for another one of our world-famous movie commentaries, this time on Love Actually. It's a it's a cult classic. It's just a classic, actually. There's no debate there. This is currently streaming on Peacock. I am your legal... Sorry, I am the Mayor Jeff Hornacek. Just oh, like, wait, our, you went to law school. Congrats, man. Quickly, in like the last <laughs> 10 minutes I did. Joined by our legal counsel, Ronnie Cycli. While you get your peacock synced up with us, we have our movies paused at the 22nd mark with the Universal Studios logo fully up on the screen. I am poor. Uh, I only make my money off this podcast, so I have $14 to my name. So I have the $5 version of Peacock where you have to watch three ads and then the movie starts so if you're at home and you have to do that here's your chance uh to get into the film and where we're at while we do that let's go around and meet the fellow bro the aforementioned legal counsel ronnie cycli ronnie many uh stories in this movie it's sort of i think this actually started the trope of the like anthology rom-coms that all sort of intersect at the end i have to ask would you vote for hugh grant's character as prime minister (laughs) Uh, absolutely. I mean, you, what you don't want your head of parliament to have the gall on the first or second day of the <clears> office <throat> get like want to hook up with the help. I just relate I mean, to like, that. Yeah. Like, look good for him. You know, like he just knows what he wants and goes for it. But uh, and I want to apologize really quickly. Uh, you just made a comment about have $14 to your name. A lot of that's because of how much money me and Rachel took from you in the settlement. So uh, yeah, I do feel like I bear some responsibility i took a bath on that divorce settlement i'm glad you and i could still be friends even though you represented my ex-wife and pretty sure we're just colleagues i don't think you need to you metaphorically grabbed me by my ankles and shook me upside down (laughs) till every last piece of change came out of my pockets it was very strange it felt very 1930s-esque i was like why do you have all your money in your pocket i like to be liquid (laughs) never known the banks are gonna shut down all right uh, again, we're paused at the 22nd mark. Universal Studios is fully up on the screen. Tis the season. Let's press play in three, two, one, play. Universal's logo has gone through quite a few uh, versions, but I do feel like when this film came out, which is what 2004. Yeah, I think we were in high school. We were we were uh, sophomores or juniors. It's hard to believe this, this is how old we are now. But the logo. Oh no, 2003. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, we were we were sophomores Freshman. then. Freshmen, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> young, <laughs> impressionable kids. But I was going to say that Universal Studios logo was, like, that was, this is not a retro version of it. Like, that was what it actually looked like. You know, that, that it was going to say that is aged poorly. So I'm going to make a reference to this in another early 2000s movie, uh, uh, Crash. Do you remember Crash? Well, of course, on, yes. movie. And in, in very similar in terms of um, many stories going on, their lives all kind of semi-intersecting throughout. Um, both movies, it's funny, at the time they were really like kind of beloved, and we'll get into this as we watch this movie. They are aging quite poorly. Like, I have not gone back to Crash since I first saw it. Crash is horrible. I do not know how that really? movie won best movie. I love Dude, it. Dude, you and I, that was like our... Uh, auteur film that we were obsessed oh, yeah. with in early high school it's it's one of those movies that like 
again, a high schooler would be like, wow, this is so smart because it's about race. And you stuff. either like it or you don't and, understand it. Pick yeah. And this is so it's like, man, you really don't understand. We're all like one people. And so like this movie, while it's I think it's, it's aged better than Crash and it's still fun and funny as we'll watch. But if you really break this movie down, you're like. It's kind of strange. Now, this is actually one of my because of the this is where the movie actually like plays with jest a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel it in my fingers. It's absolute banger. Can we just be honest? It slaps. Where this movie takes itself very seriously is where I think it actually kind of misses the mark. Although I will say, and maybe it's just my love for Liam Neeson, his narrative is the one that has little humor to it, but really works for me. It, again it does I, it's one of the we'll get into it during the storyline like it's it's kind of interesting when you actually break down what's happening in his life and like how he meets this girl it, it's i don't know now, again, i love this movie and i think in, i was just thinking i forgot about him meeting a girl i was just thinking about the relationship with him and his son king is it mm. king joffrey is it yeah i think it is right i think so now he's making a Christmas version of like his hit song, right? Because he's like, this is like the British version of trying to get your residency in Vegas because you're really yeah. like over the over the hill. He's a big has been, right? So kind of just depressed, wants to stay relevant, and they're like, as anyone does, um, Backstreet Boys and Sync included, as much as we love them, you know, release a Christmas album. And did Bill Nighy like? Is it insulting to call him like an incredible character actor? He's probably a little bit more than that, right? He's in like yeah. every good British film. Sean He's in Harry Dead, Potter too. Twenty Eight Days Later, yeah, Harry yeah. Potter. Tinker I, Taylor, I mean, Soldier so Spy. Much of the Harry Potter cast in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he's one of those guys who's just like, if you don't know his name, you've seen him a thousand times. Yeah. Oh, he's in the um, the Underworld franchise as well. Oh. I think I've only seen that once or the first one once. Love any good. We, we need to do, I'm going to be releasing a squad blog soon with a Christmas movie bingo. So cycle, if you have any cliches for Christmas movies, let me know now and I'll add them to it. But the graphic with the countdown till Christmas has to be on the list. Dude, I saw, it's funny that you mentioned that because I've never seen this before. I was taking my dog for a walk and someone had a, one of those inflatable snowmen. Mm-hmm. And on the snowman, it had a countdown to Christmas, and it said Santa will visit here in 22 days. Well, first off, as we're recording this, that person's countdown is way off. <laughs> yeah. well, like, unless a few days ago. they're like on probation from Santa. He's <laughs> like, I might fucking get to you later. Hey, but Maybe they celebrate Armenian Christmas on January 6th, okay? <laughs> Martin Freeman is in this? I just saw him on the cast list. Morgan's brother? It's Bilbo Baggins. Show a little respect. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. Yeah, his wife can get it, though, in this movie. I mean, she literally does get it here in a few seconds, but... Um... I forgot in this movie how quickly they introduce the characters. I think that's kind of the big, the important part of these ensemble pieces, where it's like, we got to show you everybody at first, and then we'll piece it together as we go. Yeah, this this is um, what other so like the, I don't know which came first, this or Crash, but like for me the, when we were growing up, so we were probably like fifteen years old. This is definitely one of the first movies I remember being filmed in this way, mm-hmm. right? Like just kind of like massive ensemble cast. There is no main story. There's a theme, obviously. Um, 
Crash was the but, next year. Yeah. Oh, Crash was the next year. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I would have guessed Crash is before this, so I'm glad you asked that. So maybe Crash stole it from uh, Love Actually. I, I I doubt Love Actually, you know, came up with this concept. I'm sure people can comment below on other movies, but this is one of my first rem- uh, you know memories of that kind of film. I do believe knowing absolutely nothing about film production, but it is one way to keep the, like you can get the big names. And I, I'm going to reference my second worst movie of all time in movie 43 as a reference for this. God. But you can get a really, really uh, incredible cast with cheaper budget when you film it this way, because the, the fact that they rarely have to be on set together at the same time helps mm-hmm. obviously with the scheduling, which I feel like is sometimes the hardest part. There's Martin Freeman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I forgot about this 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 love relationship. This one is an interesting dynamic. Like, look, we fuck as our job, but what if we dated as our personal life? Yeah, because it's a job, right? At the end of the day, it's work. Yeah, it's work. You know, you just you take you know you don't take it home with you, or you shouldn't. Although the parallel, oh, wow, Chiwetel Ejiofor is in this and Walking Dead guy. Forgot about that. The the world where Love Martin Walking Freeman Dead. is a porn star is <laughs> definitely a parallel universe. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not watching. I'm, if I see that, I'm not clicking on it. I know that I ever would watch porn, of course. Wait. I don't even know what porn is. To be well, honest, you're you're trying to cover it up too hard. Chiwetel Ejiofor does not age. He looks exactly the same now as he did in 2003. Yeah. Also, pretty sure Keira Knightley's like 19. In this. She has to be, right? Like, interesting cat. I mean, she's a babe, so I don't blame them casting her. I'm just like, it's interesting. And then... That guy opening his door almost hit that motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do the take again. Has he been... Is Hugh, I mean, definitely British films. But is Hugh Grant like... The rom-com guy. I mean, like... Oh, my God, dude. Notting Hill, uh, Death at a Funeral. Like, dude, the guy Br- fucking crushes. Bridges, don't, uh, Bridget Jones's Diary. Yes. Um, About a boy. About a boy, yeah. I remember... Uh, I clicked I really, on his IMDb, and I just saw a spoiler of a movie he's in that I didn't know he was in. It came I out. I thought you were about to say a spoiler for this movie. I was <laughs> like, um... Damn it! <laughs> they fall in love? Fuck! He falls in love with the chick who works in the White House? Or the <laughs> Parliament? Downing um, Street? Yeah, like, literally, he gets there, and he's like, oh, this chick, I'm gonna hook up with her. And they clearly, right, like, I don't think this is a hidden fact, they clearly make her look like uh, Monica Lewinsky, right? Whoops. Don't you? I mean, right? am I, am I, I don't know if I've ever read that, like, but is that, is I mean, that the I same vibe def- you get? It doesn't feel like an accident, yeah. Although, like, Bill Clinton, you know, had his, his definite fans, but they definitely make Hugh Grant seem to be, like, way fucking cool. He's, like, too yeah. cool to be a politician. Bro, Bill Clinton played the sax. Come on, man. Like, With sunglasses cool on, that's right. With sunglasses Damn it, I wish I didn't see the movie Hugh Grant What was. movie are you even talking if about? If I tell you, it's a big spoiler. What movie? I don't even know what movie he's in. That's the point, yeah. It, it is about to come out. Oh, you! Oh, you found out he was in. A Correct. Movie. He is not advertised at all in anything. Oh, else. sorry. I thought you like saw a spoiler of a movie. He's no. It's in. like about to be released. Oh shit. Okay. No, so don't go to his IMDb. Yeah. So he just, you know, he just checked her out again. Just saying, he just got to the job, man. Sorry HR for looking. My God, Cycli. Can you fucking Where arrest him for having He was actually in a HBO miniseries that came out two years ago called The Undoing. If you haven't seen it, it's you love a good whodunit. I that is a, a good great, whodunit. Yeah. 
six episodes. Nicole Kidman's in it. Also, he just got to work. Like, he's where's his advisors? No one's. He just goes in the office by himself. Like, he just started. They like, know. That's just me. They know not to talk to him until he's at his coffee. <laughs> One of those guys. Also, terrible uh, wedding suit. For I mean, like, wait, a, they already get married. I thought that was like the crescendo of their arc. No, they get married at the beginning. Remember? So we tell Edgy Four is getting married in that suit. Yeah, not a fan, you know, but that's the Brits, right? Like, yes, no fashion sense. Colin Firth also hasn't aged in 20 years. That's true. I don't like Keira Knightley with blonde hair. I'll just say it. <sighs> wow. Just calling her out, man. She's a big fan of the podcast. I think we should uh, be a little nice to her. I think she just unsubscribed. <laughs> I mean, she was only, what, two years, three years removed from uh, doubling as Natalie Portman in Star Wars. That's true. Which apparently was a fucking nightmare for her. Wait, really? <clears throat> was yeah, Natalie, Natalie a bitch to her? No, Natalie Portman was like horrific to her. Honestly. What? You're crushing yeah. my soul I thought we right talked now. about this on Phantom Menace. My Maybe. You, we probably did. And I like didn't want to believe it. So I like tucked it down somewhere really, really deep. Yeah, apparently Natalie Portman like hid her scripts so she wouldn't know where to stand. She like moved the blocking. Um... So is Natalie like, Portman literally like Black Swans? <laughs> kind of. I think the worst thing I read was that Natalie Portman would like pay the makeup team to like take extra long with her to get her like in trouble God. for being to set reporting this. Because the problem with Keira Knightley's scenes in that movie, every time she was on screen, she was in the Amidala makeup. Yeah. So she had like four hours of in the makeup chair every single day. Wow. You think you know someone. You know? That's not going to stop. Oh, my God. I haven't even put my Natalie Portman cardboard cutout out for Christmas like I do every year. Wow. It's not even the season yet. This guy is British Tom Green that Colin Firth is talking <laughs> This is the uh, is this the guy she's having the affair with? That's his brother also. I didn't realize that. Oh, fuck. That is kind of fucked up. Actually, I'll say this happened in, a, in an extended part of my family. A brother and his his wife oh God. Uh, had an affair with his sister's husband. Was, we'll have to uh, get we'll have to get the details of that. Not details, but off pod. Do I already know uh, the story? Is it the no? Person I mean, I was a kid. You don't know them. I don't think. Oh, okay. Um, you might know one of someone in the family, but like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that that shit actually can happen. It's I mean, if that up. happens though, like your life is ruined. Like you'll never recover from that. I just don't. Yeah. Just doesn't make any sense. This guy's the worst fucking hostess ever. He's he has the food, but he's not offering it to anyone. Dude, he's holding it for himself, man. He's just like really putting off. He doesn't that with food. Like, well, what is it though? It's just food. (laughs) Could you imagine if uh, (laughs) a caterer just like tried to feed you it and then suck in their mouth? I'd be like, yeah, no. I would have more respect for the guy. This guy again is British Matthew Lillard. I'm just going to make British uh, analogous comparisons <laughs> the whole time. I think that's really what all England is. <laughs> oh, this is... Oh, I forgot. Like she, did the, she did the catering. That's why it's funny. It's likely going back to your uh, love for the people who write subtitles. That was a great uh, subtext there when it said nervous laugh. <sighs> Credit to them. See, people just don't realize the hard work that goes into this. They think it's just typing. Which it's you know. definitely, it's more than that. 
Again, I would ask, do you I, want to do your job or do you want to be good at your job? You know? Yep, exactly. By the way, I'm going to 100% agree with this guy's philosophy. There is something about traveling to a foreign land, whether it's America or yes. anywhere, and having a semi-accent and people just, I mean, I think the Brits especially, like, right, like we as Americans for some reason hear a British accent and immediately think like suave, we think, you know, yep. hands, like for no, I don't absolutely no reason other than the accent, but he's on to something. If you're British and you move to a place like the United States where your accent again is, it, it, it's essentially foreign, not something you hear every day. I don't think I'm being hyperbolic to say like on the one to 10 scale, it probably adds a one and a half to you. Oh, easy. Easy. I think that's almost like going low. Let's assume you're like average dress, average build, average face, and you're like a six. Accent, seven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I, you always have to think about like... What is he doing? Life. Taking the temperature for tits? No, I think it's one of those like film things where they're getting placements and stuff, right? Like... Because there are they... Are these... um. Are they necessarily, okay. I can't remember exactly what they are. Are they stand-ins? Stand-ins for porn? Does he have or, to be, like, humping? I don't understand. <laughs> what if she was like, you know, that's not required? <laughs> Total gridlock this morning. Have we met all the characters so far? I think we have, right? Yeah, At least I focus think, on Bill Nighy. Oh, well, not Alan Rickman yet, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. We met Alan Rickman's secretary. That's Alan right. Rick Button. Yeah, rest in peace. When I, I think seeing him is going to be. So is Emma Thompson's character just his friend? Because I know she's I, Hugh, I thought she was Hugh Grant's sister. Oh, shit. It's been a long time since I've seen this, though. You're, so people are you, like, you fucking idiot. Fuck. Yeah, you're right. I don't. Someone is Hugh Grant's sister, right? And then so they're all related. What's yeah, the that is Joffrey. Yeah, because he's also in yeah. Batman Begins. I think she's just his friend, or maybe she was friends with his wife a lot, or like really good friends with his wife. I swear that's the sister, but you're definitely right. I think too, because <clears throat> okay, hang on. She's married to Alan Rickman, but she's also Hugh Grant's sister. I think. Yeah, but I thought she was also Liam Neeson's. But is so maybe you're right. Like, like but isn't she his friend, friend, and they kind of end up like? having a romantic relationship after she really i could be wrong i'll have to no because he gets he goes off and meets the foreign no who no that's the other guy shit i'm getting everyone confused it's too many people to keep track of people at home are like why are you fucking doing a commentary on the movie if you don't know it (laughs) that's part of what we do here look if you want the actual information on the movie you get the fucking blu-ray and you listen to that if you want us to to sit here and ruminate on it while we're half drunk yeah, that, go to that's Wikipedia, bro. But also don't. I wish it's these just, game quarters would come back. Do you feel like, and not really related to this movie, um, man, we used to record, like my parents and everything because of these game quarters recorded so much more, even though we have a camera on us all the time. Yeah. I just feel like you made a point. I'd bring up Zach. I'd use one of those recorders. Laura Linney, uh, great in this. Love when she pops up in something. Her story's sad. Yeah, hers is. A lot of, I, I would say three quarters of them are sad in this, at least for the majority of the art. But see, that's the point of love. 
Right. It's either unrequited love, you get cheated on, <laughs> or you're dealing with loss in this movie. There's a friendship love. Don't forget the uh, the uh, the musical for the musical story. Yeah. I always forget the thing about these movies, um, these type of style. You, I, I never remember anyone's name. Right. Who are you supposed to? Too many people. I do feel like too. Uh, regardless of how the script supervisor has it all set up, editing these things must be a bitch. Because that's really the key to the whole movie. Like, how do you balance out whose narrative gets, like, the most bandwidth in the movie while also, like, you can't go too long without jumping to a certain story point because people will be like, what the fuck's happening with this guy? You have to work. I mean, the writing team has to really be involved. Like, I I don't, you know, this is a good question for a filmmaker because I don't know this. How involved are editors with the writing team, with the directors? I mean, there's got to be overlap. But, like, once the movie's written, for a movie like this, I feel like you the writers have to really <clears throat> play in the scenes and cuts and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Again, never been on a Hollywood set. Just read a lot of books and, you know, have not felt the touch of a woman in a long time. But the script supervisor is, like, the go-between between the writers and the director because the writers, like, obviously are, would fucking lose their shit anytime like a comma was changed. And the director obviously does not, after you give him the script, he's like, this is mine now. Like my name's going to be on it if it fucking sucks. Yeah. So the script supervisor is like the mediator and he's the one who I think is like on set daily. That's why for this movie, his job would be fucking miserable because there's like really five movies that you're trying to like intercut and put into one. And I feel like you probably, I mean, I would imagine the starting point would be like, having all five movies be their own story individually and then kind of pushing them together and kind of seeing how they like fold into each other. The good idea for this would be like, if you had like five separate scripts and you're like, none of these really have enough legs to be an interesting hour and a half movie. What if we could like tangentially relate the characters and then like chop them up and put them all together. I have to imagine that's actually how this, like how this got started. Is this the guy from Unfaithful with uh, Diane oh, Lane? Oh, Diane Lane. God, she can get it. Oh, yeah. Diane Lane is the definition of a MILF, man. Get in line, bro. Jeez. <laughs> that movie... Line is... starts back here. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is good, actually. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to find his name. The, the, the other problem with this is, like, finding someone in the cast list on IMDb is... A, like, Alan Rickman is, like, 19th build. That's a fucking travesty oh, yeah. in and of itself. So that we got the first taste of her again because we don't know names, um, you know, getting the phone call from her. What I assume is a special needs brother or some. I mean, do we ever really find out what's wrong with him? Is it special needs or is he like kind of like like has a mental disease or illness? Yeah, I was worried he was. Yeah, mental illness is kind of what I was worried about with it. Uh, this guy's name is Rodrigo Santoro and he is in. He has to be the unfaithful guy. He looked exactly <laughs> like him. He could get combat. it too. Yeah, I don't see him in Unfaithful. He wasn't lost. <clears throat> he was on Lost for like, if that's who that is, he was on Lost for like three episodes, and it's one of the most divisive characters. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you could have taken them completely out, and nothing would have changed. Mm, what was the guy's yeah. name you were looking at? His name is Rodrigo Santoro, yeah. but the person in Unfaithful yeah, was Oliver, Oliver Olivier Martinez. Yeah. No, I called him Oliver. You're much more sophisticated than I am. Culture it is yourself. Olivier. I just was being lazy. 
Oh, nice. And this is a very uh, British bet here. Does he say if um, he'll run around naked if he gets number one? Yeah. Shit'll do it anyway. (laughs) The birds would love it, wouldn't they? They just talk. It's just so much better. Why don't we talk like that, man? What would be like a comparable, like, let's say, like, contemporary as we're recording this? It's December 2022. Him coming, making a quote unquote comeback with this Christmas song. Who would be a comparable artist, like, right now in the music landscape? Well, you would say maybe someone in the early 90s, late 80s. I'm trying to think of the time frame, right? Like, would it be like. I'm trying to think, like, the people that that are coming to my mind, like John Bon Jovi, like, I wouldn't say he's washed up at all. He just isn't as relevant anymore. But this guy feels like he was trying to still be relevant, but it, yeah. he had, like, a failed attempt at it. It has to be someone who's lost that sense of grace, right? Like, that sense of life. Yeah, that's true. Dropped a certain level of two of people's respects. Shit, I'm going to come back to that because I think there's got to be someone who were. Yeah, well, it'll come to us. Oh, by the way, drink because if we were playing Christmas movie bingo, the Christmas countdown just came up again. Oh, shit. I think this would be a nice like crossover. If if I Can I read you and the fans what I have currently for our Christmas movie bingo Please. card? And then anything you think of, I'll add to this as we go. Although my hang on my book. Every time on. you see in a Christmas movie, uh, a, a someone lighting the the rat, not the lamp. Exactly, <sighs> that's almost just like all, about this know. Christmas. Character. I don't. The British way. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime a rat has a lunch bag full of jelly beans. <laughs> Where do you get the jelly beans? That. Ronnie, I feel like all your contributions are only in Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol. <laughs> Is that a problem? We go, the greatest Christmas movie ever. So. We, go, we go around the boardroom table. <laughs> he just can't. Again, first what cabinet meeting and he's just infatuated by the help bringing him some biscuits. Come on. <laughs> Great reference. <laughs> Listen, let's just call it a day. But you're great. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why is he doing his head like that? He has to. Yeah, so, like, what's I, on I his dick right now? Is, have, is his dick like taped down or like? I like, think so. Yeah. Okay. I would hope so. All right. So I'm gonna read you. This seems like a good time to distract if you were. <laughs> no, no, no. We're good. Um, I'm gonna read you. A, this is Christmas movie bingo, which we've done this with action movies and what was the other one? '90s movies. Where we essentially take the cliches that happen in the film, and in our, one of our squad blogs, we link a website that generates a random bingo card for you if you input uh, what you want in each square. And the way the game works is anytime one of the cliches happens on your bingo card, you take a drink. Anytime it forms X number of squares in a row, you take that many drinks. And then when you get bingo, you chug your drink and you get to pick <laughs> the next movie for you and your friends to watch. So again, but you just, have to yell bingo. Right. Well, that's just a uh, that's in the uh, Geneva Convention. So it's true. All right. Here are a few of these Christmas cliches as British Matthew Lillard is writing in the car. Uh, this is in no particular order. I put this list together over a few weeks. The first one is a relative shows up unannounced or, quote, the, quote, unquote, the last person on Earth our protagonist would want to see. Mm hmm. 
arrives for Christmas. Um, our main character has something inevitably, inevitably go wrong with their perfect gift. Oh, yeah. It's like you got to get your wife something or your kid. <laughs> and I don't know. You, the last one gets bought or some crazy shit happens. Oh, you'll love this one, Cycle. Someone returns to their hometown they hate visiting. Oh, love to see it. <laughs> so relatable. I'd be, I don't know if you feel that way. I don't know. I know you don't go to our own t- hometown as much, but now that like we're both away from our hometown, every time I go back now, I'm kind of like, uh, who am I going to see? When is this gonna yeah, be like? I get it. I, I think like because we come from like not, I mean, we don't come from a big town, but I think the big issue around that is like when you had number one, bad high school memories, which I don't want to speak for you, but I don't think we had. And number two, where it's like no one from your town really moved out. Which I don't think that happened to us really either. I mean, of course, some people stayed. A decent amount stayed, but yeah. Right, but it's I not. Mean, I was one like, of them until a year and a half ago. Yeah, but yours was a little bit different. It wasn't like uh, you were like working at the local, you know, quick trip, and every time we came and be like, yeah. just gave away where we're from. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, uh, Bucky's. So are they friends here? Because I'm definitely getting like she's consoling him after the loss, and it's not. It's potential. That's what I'm saying. Platonic. Like I thought. I could be completely wrong. I I think I always thought they were related. Maybe they are. Maybe cousins or something. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it could go either way. Next Christmas cliche: a horrible experience setting up Christmas decorations. Oh, that's a good one. The tree catches on fire. You fall. Something goes wrong. Yeah. Um, a high-strung, overworked character with no time for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's first ten minutes of, like, half the Christmas movie. Almost right? every movie, yeah. A single parent who just wants to make Christmas perfect for their child. Yeah. These so are all good. I feel like you could really get through some of these. Um, adult character who doesn't believe in magic or some shit that a kid is insisting is actually happening. Oh, well. Elf has, like, half of these. <laughs> right. The Santa Claus. <laughs> um, I only have three more. Some crazy issue with trying to travel somewhere. Like, oh, the flights are delayed. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit like that. Um, it starts snowing at the perfect moment. Oh, yeah. Shit, that's almost all of them. And then the last one before I added the Christmas countdown popping up on screen would be carolers show up at the worst time. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? So how many more do you need? I mean, the mo- the more we can get, because the bingo cards, like, you randomize them, so, like, everyone's in theory would look totally different. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So as you think of them, let me know, and we'll add them. We need at people... least 24, right? Sure. And people at home, comment below. I'm sure there's some we're missing. I, I, I always found this dynamic interesting. Like, his mom just died. His wife just died. I don't they, they seem they seem okay. You know, he's clearly obsessed with this crush. Like, I mean, I, do we, are we under the interpretation that, like, the mom just had a slow, grueling death? So, like, you know, they're both like, oh, she's not in pain anymore? So, like... Yeah, I will say this, and I don't have anything to base this on except it's a vibe that I'm getting. I don't think it was, like, some unexpected accident out of nowhere. Yeah, like they, they shouldn't be laughing this much. A week after correct. Mom they seem, died. I don't want to say prepared for grieving here, but it almost feels like they've emotionally sort of been kind of prepping the runway for this to happen. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really, we never know, right? I just always remember says, thinking that. 
like Joffrey's like, I'm ready to rule Westeros emotionally. And he says, I'm ready to ask, where's my daughter? <laughs> He's always prepping for that. Mm-hmm. Where's my wife? I can't do the accent like you can. Where's my daughter? <laughs> so Laura Linney is interested in who? There's some other guy we haven't seen yet. The um the guy who looked like the guy from Love Actually in the office. Oh, Rodrigo. That's right. But and isn't he French or something? Or is he? Well, yeah, like she's just. Does he turn out to be like gay? No, I don't think so. I think he's really understanding. They get it on at one point, right? And then she like feels. I mean, again, what do they do that he needs like blueprints? Architecture. He's Carl. I mean, come on, dude. Maybe he's not French. Maybe I just assume that Carl because of how he looks. Like Carl Malone, Mm -hmm, the mailman. Speaking of, I did not know, sorry, we're getting really off base here, but Carl Malone is a really shit human being. Oh my god, he's a piece of I shit. I did not know some of the Yeah, he's like scum of the earth. Fuck. Alright, we'll go back to him, actually. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Holy god shit. damn it, wanna... mid-range jump shot deadly. I feel like Wikipedia and Carl Malone have at it. This, this is, is what I need, man. I forgot about his arc. I, it's This is definitely sort of like maybe what The Holiday was inspired by with Cameron Diaz and Jude Law. I mean, this happens again. Like, I'm an emotional person. I know that. Like, if my wife died, like Liam Neeson or this character, like his wife was cheating on him, right? Like, with his brother. That's the worst part. You lose a brother and a wife. I'd be a lot more emotional of a wreck. I don't know. What if I got you a typewriter in a in a reclusive log cabin? You you don't think you'd be okay then? Yeah, you know, maybe. I you know, if you want to try it. What would you write on that typewriter? All work and no play. It's like this just says penis boy. a thousand a million times. Yeah, it's my memoir. I can, we yeah. can't publish it's it. It's beautiful. It's too derivative. My editor loved it. She only made a few slight changes. <laughs> what was the first change? Burn it. <laughs> you know, he's he's just he's not bashful about his intentions here, right? Like he is uh, very much about this. Like in his head, he's not like. Hey man, I'm the prime minister. This is the help. Yeah. Like, let me you know, ease into this. His approach is look, we get that it's subtext. Everyone knows the power position I'm in. So all I'm gonna do to you is let you know that the dick is on the table and then you can the ball is essentially in your court, but it's also really not. But also my balls are in your court. Correct. Oh, <laughs> sorry, did you think that was a metaphor? No, I meant yeah. like literally. Literally. <laughs> I, I, this is kind of funny to me, too, because I remember being young and the whole Monica Lewinsky thing happened. And I remember the press called her fat and like her, she, she makes a comment about being fat here. And I was like, are they really fat? Like, I just remember being like confused. Yeah. I was like, what are we talking about here? Also, the folder she had looked like the menu in the N64 game GoldenEye. Where you oh, my switch. God. Look at that. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, this you want to play archives or the stacks? <laughs> Fuck, archives is always one of my favorites. I'm sorry, babe. I have to point out the folder you're holding. It, it looks like <laughs> menu to the N64 game Goldeneye. Well, I mean, it I was. To... And he's like, oh, that reminds me. Am I, I need to schedule my meeting with MI5, MI6. Have you seen? It's like a. I don't know if you sent it to me or if I sent it to you, but there's some guy. I'm not on TikTok, but I see a lot of them on Reddit. Some guy made a TikTok about like how fucking hard the banger Dude, yes. GoldenEye menu page is. It goes so hard. It fucking bangs, man. <laughs> like I need like 
TikTok is like the producer at Midway telling the like score supervisor, like, bro, you gotta fucking tone it down. People aren't gonna play the game if they hear this. I need like an EDM remix of that. Dude, for real. I don't know if you remember, again, getting way off track, but that's why people listen to this podcast. On the FIFA 2003 load menu on PlayStation 2, there is a techno remix to Complicated by Avril Lavigne that is the biggest oh fucking banger I've ever heard in my life. Now I know what I'm looking up after this. This is the one with Landon Donovan on the cover. Shit. Yeah, like, I need I'm, to look that up. I'm Landon Donovan, and I'm only referring to his hairline when I say that. <laughs> My wife was like, he like watching the World Cup going on right now. She's like, he just needs to either shave it or buy plugs. Like, I would shave pick it. Pick one. Yeah, Especially just own it. See you as like the hairline of a Greek goddess. It's like, yeah, it's like, uh, just own it, man. And Lawless has the reverse. It's like the hairline is good, but it's just thinned out so much now, and he's like, he's aged it, yeah. a lot. Especially because, dude, when he played, he was known for his hair. He looked like, who's oh. the fucking guy from The Simpsons with, like, the long... Oh, Willie. Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, really quickly, if you people aren't been paying attention because we were talking about Goldeneye, it's coming out on Xbox and Switch remastered. And they're going to have all the multiplayer cross, like, you and I could play together on two different platforms, I'm pretty Jesus sure. Jesus Christ. Now, when you say remastered, I don't want you to update the graphics. I'm pretty sure they are. I, they're God updating the whole it. game to be modern, yeah. That's not but we'll see. By the way, we need to try to play the N64 online together on the Switch because I think I play that more than any actual Switch games. That's why when my... Because you can't. It's the GOAT. I know. I got my renewal email. It's like 50 bucks for the year. I was like, bro, I'm, I'm not even going to fucking blink. It's it's that. so much cheaper than the other like Xbox ones, too. But yeah. And that, now that every year is going to be a little more. Drink three weeks till Christmas. Oh, yeah. Look at those nips. Oh, but. So he's a photographer or like a, is that what videographer? Yeah, right. So photographer and videographer. And this, this whole storyline is funny to me too. Like if you really break it down, it's kind of fucked up, right? Like imagine at your wedding as your best friend, best man. And I was like, Hey man, I'm going to take photos. And like, and then you get all of them back and it's just of your wife. (laughs) Like, I mean, I understand that he's like he's like in love with her, but like, what what did you think was gonna happen? You don't have the willpower to like for like that's this a little unhealthy. I one hundred percent. Like, it's one of those things they always say, right? Like, and as a kid, you don't really get it. Like, because we've always been watching rom coms. The line between romantic and stalker is so it's thin, razor thin, dude. Based on how you and feel about that perspective person. based, really, yeah. Yeah, like she likes him, okay. She thinks he's a friend and sweet, okay. If that was anyone else, she'd be like, "What the fuck? Get away from me! This is really, this is really fucked up. This is messed up." Did she get pirates in '04? Is that the first one? Who Kieran Knightley's like breakout role? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, this was like the first. I mean, again, from no, dude, '03, same year. Oh wow, good for you. Big year for her. I felt Good like for her, I, man. I didn't know this shit about Natalie Portman. That makes me sad. Yeah, it's pretty rough if you go read about it. And I, I want to say they made up very, very recently. Like it took way longer than it should have. That that really feels like someone with Natalie's like pedigree and, and fame needs to be like, hey, yeah, that like I messed up. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna make a comment that's gonna sound misogynistic, but I don't think this girl is attractive. I think she's no. attractive to Alan Rickman because she's not his wife and he's in a position of power over her. Yeah, one hundred percent. She could How be like a mother? ficus or a cactus. 
as uh, the uh, uh, walrus mermaid or theory? mermaid theory. Mermaid yeah, theory like if yeah. You, yeah, if you spend enough time with someone. Um, but 100%, that's all it is. I mean, that's the thing they always talk about, too. Like, when you see these men who are, like, who are with fucking supermodels, and then they find, you find out they cheated on them with, and the person they cheated on them with is always, like... Adam Levine, right? Nowhere close, yeah. He's, like, and literally like, dating Miss Universe, and he's, like, yeah. messaging on Instagram other chicks. It's, like... And at the end of the day, it's, like, it's a power dynamic. It has nothing to do with, like, looks. It's just, like, dude, I man, I'm in... This this storyline is also really kind of fucked up if you break it down. Yeah, really, it, it's really shallow, and it happens <laughs> way too late into the movie. For like, where are we at right now? I mean, we're, he we're just forty got, minutes into this thing. Again, his wife just cheated on him with his brother. What emotional state is he in? Correct. Well, that's why it feels like really maybe predatory is the wrong word, but it, it's just too advantageous for him to like it, he's. He's going to dump this chick the second that the fucking seasons change. Is it, is it, I mean, if it was one thing, if they'd be like, oh, six months later, but they've been quite clear, as you've mentioned, about the timeline. Also, he's going to act surprised she's there. Did you know he fucking requested, hey, bring me like a late 20 something chick doesn't who doesn't speak really English. Correct. And leave her alone with me for like three days. I'll act awkward <laughs> at first. That'll lull her into a false sense of security, and then I make my move. Then one night I'm making tea, and oh, mom's your uncle. <laughs> and isn't it, like, I, I could be wrong. I, I mean, we'll get into this later in the movie, but I'm pretty sure at one point, like, he's talking to her dad, asking for her hand in marriage, and the dad's like, Who are you? He's trying to buy her. No, he's, like, willing to sell the the daughter. Look, if the price is right, cycle <laughs> In this economy, we'll listen as a good general manager of any pro sports team says, we'll listen on anyone. Look, it's bad business if you don't. Right. Not saying we're going to make the deal, but like, who am I to hang up the phone if you have an offer to make? Do you remember uh, you and I have a similar sort, not similar, nowhere, no uh, romance, but when we were in Germany with uh, Uncle Josef, who we have no relation to, he spoke no English, we spoke essentially no German. And uh, somehow, wow. uh, sorry, totally forgot Billy Bob Thornton was in there. He's the president of the United States. God, we'd be so lucky. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. Oh, I was just saying about like being stuck in a room with someone who does not speak remotely any of your language. But remember, I was pretty convinced that if I just talked louder and slower, he would now understand uh-huh. English. Yeah, and he did, and it did not work. He gave us porn, though, so that was a, and Jägermeister, which now I think back on it, is kind of weird. Um, I mean, weird, but with the the curve that I grade Uncle Yosef on, I say it's slightly <laughs> out. I found out really if I was like, "Hey, man, you're hanging out with this guy named Uncle Yosef, and he gives you porn and Jägermeister, and you're 18 years old." It's a little weird. Sometimes you look back on moments in your life, you're like, "Is there uh, more to that?" Yeah, it's like when you're in the trenches, you don't realize anything weird about it, and then. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like on the ride home a few hours later, one person turns the other and goes, you know, that was kind of fucked up. Yeah, right? that was, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I mean, I appreciate the Jaeger and, uh, and the porn. I do love that what Billy Bob Thornton is a completely sleaze bat, like just uh, shitty. They They really come after the Americans in this movie. I mean, they have to. 
I mean, look at him. I, I, I'd vote for him. I mean, how could you, like, again, Hugh Grant being all, like, so suave and perfect and my god of course the british billy bob it never looks younger there's just like less of his neck that's like the only <laughs> thing that differentiates him in years Did, wasn't billy bob thornton around this time anyway kind of a controversial he kind of redeemed himself over time what did he do wrong again did he, with Tiffany and Lena just like a fucking weird couple was that what that he was really weird too but like just like kind of robert downey jr kind of had to redeem himself long term like See, I think this I guy works fucking fast. I also think like that was a power move, right? Like, not just on her, of course, because he's the president of the United States, feels like he can do whatever, but like showing up the prime minister of Britain. You know, yeah, like, I'm, mean? Gonna, like, I'm gonna literally grope your secretary. The the second you turn your head, it's gonna happen. Yeah, and what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it, Hugh Grant? I, and I love this scene, too, because it's so completely unrealistic and anything that would ever happen in politics. Could you imagine if something like this did happen where, like, an American sitting president is next to the head of state and they're like, you know what? Fuck this guy. This, that, this really sucked. Yeah, they just call him out in the press conference. <laughs> yeah. That guy looks like a... Uh... William Go, who played Alfred in like all the Tim Burton Batmans. You just saw him for a second. He's gone now. Oh, there. Yeah, this guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's like, he really tried to hook up with my secretary, and that was weird. Like, <laughs> what's the flashback in How I Met Your Mother? At Ted's wedding, he goes, I had dibs. <laughs> <laughs> and his no, wife goes, you I have to no. know, I had no idea. <laughs> David Beckham's left foot. Is he left footed? I didn't know that. It's just so funny, like, in a friend that bullies is no longer our friend, like... Like, okay, like, I get yeah. you tried to fuck my secretary, but, like, we're gonna, like, break an alliance between our countries because of that? <laughs> everyone in the world's like, did, uh, did the British and Americans just publicly break up and everyone is happy about it? This would be, you know how much this would get torn apart in the British press? Like, Yeah, I know when our, our political leader is like speechless. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, man. He said Harry Potter and the Beatles. Shit. <laughs> Great Britain waits about 250 years to call and, rematch on the Revolutionary War. <laughs> and I love the fact that he's like, we're a small country. Like, dude, you're literally one of those powerful countries. What in the, the world. fuck? What are you are you? You're not I'm sorry. Do you think you're Wales? It's like when the team that's been ranked number one the whole season is like, nobody believed in us. Of the Michigan underdog we, story. We, we, like, um, no, we were ranked second were. to start the year and only picked to finish first in our <laughs> conference by 39 of 41 writers. No one thought we'd be here. Like, literally, no, everyone thought you'd be here. Yeah, dude, like, there's a lot of other ways to motivate yourself. Pretending that people doubted you is just, like, not a good look. Man, I still can't believe Alan Rickman's not Me either, us. dude. And he's, it's like every year that goes by, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I miss him. It's just so, like, yeah. Like, he's just one of those actors, like, it's irreplaceable. Like, he just. Well, I can remember as a kid, like, the first, this was the first time in any movie 
that I remember thinking, dude, this villain is the coolest fucking part of it. Because before that, I saw the film I'm about to reference, I had always been scared of the villains. And that was him as the Sheriff of Nottingham in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, I thought you were. OK, yeah, that's good. I remember as a even a kid being like, dude, the villain is the best part of this thing. And I watched that movie. My, you can ask my mom probably like once a month. I will ask your mom, actually. She'll verify it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Actually, she Christian <laughs> Slater is Little John. No, he's. I mean, I I loved him before Harry Potter. I mean, again, we're we're one of those generations that like really got to know him later in his career. But like, yeah. you go back and look at some of the stuff he did. Like, well, I didn't even like. I miss, as as a kid at least. I missed Die Hard. Like we were like a few yeah, years exactly. after. That. Yeah, exactly. So I don't even know him as uh, what's his character's name in that Hans Gruber. Gruber? Oh yeah, this is such a. It, uh, we had, we just broke the fourth wall. Oh yeah, he like he he waited half a second there. Dude, why you would ever want to be a politician? I don't get. Drink. Most people hate you. Oh shit! I gotta refill my drink. Actually, most people hate you, but it's the power drill. Wow, he didn't like the cooking. Yeah, but to me, more than even that, like, I guess I, I could deal with people hating me. That's kind of been the story of my life. It would be the work schedule. Like, when are you off? <laughs> and and well, the second you take off, you get fucking shit on. Just want to go golf, you know? Can we keep one coffee mug here, buddy? Like, there's no Honestly, reason one should... dude should have seven of these. No, that's my... Oh, my God. Why does he have that many? Is two cup of to coffee. Got to get a likes? new mug. Maybe she might. Maybe one's black. One has like less creamer, more creamer. Like since she can't understand him. I gotta say, the biggest travesty in this whole movie. Instead of saying "oops," according to the subtitles, he said "oop." Oop. Well, you know, you've never been in a situation where you're with someone who has an accent, and you just kind of like change your voice for absolutely no reason. I thought there he was trying to imply like I didn't make a big mistake. Oop. I just made one oop. Oh, that's oop. a big mistake. You know, I'm gonna start doing that. I only do the oops for uh, multiple. It's just half the book. Yep, this is the problem with uh, not having anything digital. It, it, what do you? Th what does she think she's gonna? Oh, it's so she gets naked, and yeah. that's where he finds his attraction to her. I He's like, it's all it. just raw. Actually, you know what? Maybe. Oh, you know what? No, yeah. If you grab a few pages, whatever you get, we can. I can probably. <laughs> Connect the dots. What if in the background he's throwing more of the pages in the water? He's like, oh, shit. oh no, this wind happening. is just it's violent and it's unforgiving, is what I'll say. At that point, she really needs to be like, what does she think she's going to accomplish here? Look, if you're ever in a situation where you have to take off a, a turtleneck sweatshirt to get in the water, it's probably not. Some, something isn't adding up here. I mean, that's how I train for the Olympics. Yeah, and I mean, we've all been meaning to talk to you about that, actually. I, I, it's going it's gonna, to work out. I don't think it's going to happen, man. This is 14 straight Olympics. Look, there's two more years. I got 16. two more years till Paris. All right, this actually, last no. one. Can't watch your body through this. Right? Paris is the next one, right? I believe so, yeah. I don't pay attention to the Olympics anymore. I love the respect for the eels here. Yeah, man. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, throwing the the eels in your uh, Christmas bingo. I definitely will add them. <laughs> Don't disturb the eels is referenced. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's any movie. 
She is a babe, though. I mean, I will give her that. Uh, one I just thought of totally unrelated to this. Um, some local annual Christmas event is attended. Mm-hmm. Could be like yeah. a play, a festival, some like tree lighting ceremony. Yeah, something goes down at it for sure. Did right. you did you say like have you done like and maybe you did already and I forgot about it, like some misinterpretation occurs. Not necessarily in language, but like intent is construed the wrong way or uh, can you give me a more christmas specific example well i'm trying to th- th- well, this happened right here in front of us currently so that's why it's in my head but i just feel like there's always something where like and it's maybe not language barrier related no way i that always like happens like oh i can explain and then never given the opportunity to explain like how many times in movies are or maybe not necessarily christmas how, movies i was gonna say i put ha- miscommunication leads to a christmas mishap Yes. Yeah, like, I thought I you like. were going to get the gift. What? No, I yeah, thought yeah. you were going to get it. Yeah. But I just always feel like it's always funny to me when someone something bad happens. Like, no way I can explain. And never in a movie does a person go, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's, there, literally there are so many times in <laughs> really every movie, not just Christmas films. But, like, if two people just had a fucking 30-second conversation, yeah. this whole movie wouldn't happen. That might be more of a rom-com than Christmas movie thing. The overlap, yeah. like if you did the Venn diagram, though, a lot of these Christmas movies, like there's a rom- romance. I mean, every Hallmark movie, which oh yeah, is definitely like the blueprint for a lot of these. But there's a romantic element to, I'd say, seventy five percent of these Christmas films. They have to be, because what's Christmas without romance? That's the way. I mean, I wrote the Bible. Yeah, you bring that up a lot. Yeah. It's it's all about romance. It's kind of it's kind of hot. About time we got Bill Nye again. Again, I mean, he's sparingly used in this movie, but he's like the pinch hitter who, like, dude, you, the dude fucking hits a double every time. Why don't we His, get him more stats? You know how I referenced earlier in the in this pod where I was like, oh, this movie isn't aging as well as it. Like, he is my favorite story in it. Like that whole storyline. Not this one. What is this? This is a very hat? fucked up one. Yeah. I mean, even though it's a horrible hat, like here, Knightley still pulls it off. 100%. This is like an Olsen Twins 1997 vibe fashion sense to it. Man, what was that movie? Manhattan Minute? Manhattan, ah, New York whatever. Minute? Oh, New York Minute. Nice. Lucky guess. <laughs> <laughs> I have no Did I get it right? Oh, wow. I'll have a poke around it tonight. Does, are those air filters or paintings that he has? I hope they're paintings. <laughs> I think photos and paintings, yeah. I collect air filters. That's an odd... I guess everyone has their thing, but okay. Oh, but stamps are cool, though. It's it's so fun. What did he think was going to happen here? He could hold off the wedding photos? Yeah, also, I'll just say in general, and I, I know he probably hasn't thought this through is the point, but it's a very juvenile approach, very juvenile, when it's like, I like you, so I'm going to be icky and rude to you. Yeah, what are we, yeah. Five. Like, just fucking be, if, if anything, just be normal. Like, that's what, like, literally kindergartners do. The person they don't like is the one they pull their hair and, like, tease. I just I just don't get his motivation here. I think that's what's kind of messed up to me is, like, okay, he's in love with her, and so he feels like he can't talk to her. But, like, he knows during – I mean, like, what did he think was going to happen? His best friend hired him. It's It's really – like, during the wedding, he can't put even for five minutes his – Right, that's his, what I'm saying – 
but if you get past the fact of how fucking unprofessional it is, like I guarantee you he cashed the check that he got paid to film this thing. It's just like really not very introspective. Like he's not very self-aware if he's only fucking filming her. I'm surprised yeah. he's not like getting like ass shots and stuff. <laughs> it would be really funny if actually like she's just so self-absorbed. She doesn't even realize like she's the only one in it. She's like, oh my god, this is exactly what I wanted. It's Three great. Later. A little bit too much of other people, but yeah. Yeah, she's like, I wish you had focused my... on me more. Did you have to focus on my husband's nose that much? <laughs> but what is he acting like dread? Like, what did he think was going to happen? They were never going to come calling for the photos? What does he do with this? Like, I, I hate to even ask the question. Does he masturbate to this? Or and is it more like he, what like, I love is, bonds over it? Yeah, and this is clearly edited. Right, like this is not like all one continuous shot of that's a great point. Yeah, he just edited her like licking her lip, like and now, like so he took the time. He took this is a lot of work. Right? I mean, like, the dude the is time. a total cuck though. That like he still finds this appealing, even though she's literally marrying another man. Forget about the fact it's his best friend in yeah. the video. It's. Again, it goes back to my line of being like, dude, this if it was anyone else, she would be filing like a lawsuit against them. I would just feel so creeped out. It's it's voyeuristic, really. What if she turned around and she was like, Yeah, that was good, but it was um that that whole video lasted about two minutes and the wedding was six hours, so Where's the rest? <laughs> yeah, like, like you, wait, missed he, all the, you missed all the speeches. He's like, uh. yeah, we we jumped from the ceremony to two minutes or to like 10 seconds at the uh, at the reception. What if she got like really vote? critical of the video skill? She's like, if I'm being honest, like the palette that you use, like the, the, the colored lens, a little bit off first off. <laughs> like, like really, though, think about that. That video lasted two minutes. I mean, the way they're showing it made it seem like she watched the entire thing. Can I give you like a really weird nostalgic point that I don't really think I miss, but it just kind of reminds me of a simpler time. The fucking like snow fog screen that it just went to at the end of the video. Yes. We never see that anymore because everything is just the blue input screen. You would always remember waking up to that. Yeah. As the HBO leaked porn we were trying to watch from the night before faded out. Oh yeah. I would have to change a channel. I would have to wake up because I'd have to change a channel off of, it was 14 when I was a kid. HBO was 14 on cable yep. and uh i knew if like my dad turned on the tv after <laughs> and saw what it was on last did you fuck up the thing i did too where i had titanic you remember it was obviously two vhs's oh, yeah. i think it was the end of the first vhs that was Kate oh, yeah. taking her shirt off 100 percent. and i would always forget to fucking like rewind it or fast forward it from i made a point to always like rewind or fast forward like every time i had to tell myself Gotta move. <laughs> Gotta Honestly, move. dude, we'll be like 80 years old, and I, I will even tell my grandkids that they're like, Kate Winslet, dude. Was she the hottest chick? Definitely not, but she was no. very pretty. But more importantly, she was the first. She chick. was our first, so, man. Yeah. Our first real, just always be, you'll never forget your first. It meant something, yeah. Still does. The one thing that really is like the key aesthetic to the early aughts fashion, which, by the way, this reminds me, we haven't seen British Matthew Lillard in in a very long time. It was the uh, two long sleeves. Yeah. But it's coming back, man. It is? It's all all the early aughts are coming back. Aughts are coming back. Just the bagginess was something I never thought would. Bagginess is coming back. 
That's gross. Someone made a point on Reddit about it because, like, they were talking about the newest fashions. They always, you know, can tell what's coming the next year in the fashion shows, and it's all early aught stuff. And someone on Reddit made a comment. It was funny. That was like, the reason fashion is cyclical every 20, 30 years is because that generation, when they first start having kids, puts them <laughs> in the clothes that they used to wear. And so, like, it was kind of funny. I was like, I don't know if that's actually true, but it's kind of funny to think about that, like, that's what we wore at that time, so we're going to make our kids wear it. When our kids yeah. are 13, that's what we're going to be buying their kids, our kids when they're 13. There is a weird phenomenon that I, like, really want to dig into, and if there's more data around it, I would be so interested. But, like, if you think about every trend, but specifically fashion, someone has to be the person that just continuously wears it, even though at the time it's not fashionable yet, right? Right. Like, someone has to keep dressing in a way that no one else is. Until it starts to catch on. Man, it's like, you know, all I wore in high school were fucking cargo shorts. And I would never, ever, ever put cargo shorts on again in my life. They're back. Are you afraid that you'd get too much pussy? Uh, yes. As a married man, I'm It'd like, be bad for my marriage and my health. It'd be and... terrible. But I was just like laughing about it. I was like, there's no way in hell I went to Gap like a couple months ago or weeks ago. And I was like, holy shit, they didn't have any normal shorts. And I will cargo. say this. It's crazy how quick it's the Caesar theory, right? You live long enough to see yourself. Yeah. You're the hero. You live long enough to see yourself. Uh, you die a villain. The cargo shorts went from like, fuck, that's cool. To like, you would be beaten with a stick if you were seen in a yeah. public setting with that shit on. 100%. And that's why I'm like, no, you can't bring that shit back. No. And that's something I don't think will, will ever come back. Don't go to Gap, man. Wow. Talk about coming full circle. How much did they have to pay James Cameron to put in a clip of Titanic? <laughs> well, it, it funded Avatar, the first one. So This is a bit odd for a father and son to be reenacting, even if he like plays it as a joke. I always love when, even though this scenario doesn't actually work, but like when someone's watching something of pop culture in a movie, that means it's part of that universe. <laughs> so like true. there's a whole Marvel thing about this in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Kevin Bacon plays himself. And he also plays a character in X-Men first class. It doesn't make out. sense. Right. It's gonna come in through the multiverse <laughs> and they're like, so what the fuck's going on? There's like in the friend in Friends, I'm pretty sure Jennifer Anderson's character Rachel like dates Bruce Willis. But like, in one of Bruce the friends Willis? Yeah, oh. actual. Well, no, at Bruce Willis, like whatever Got character it. he was playing. But in another episode, of course, completely unrelated, they're all watching Die Hard. And so, like, at some point, no oh, one's that like, doesn't... hey, that guy looks exactly like the guy you dated. Well, another weird, and actually, Ocean's uh, 12 does a really funny bit with this with Julia Roberts' character and Julia Roberts. Do you remember? <laughs> they no, pull up yeah, ice but... They pull off a heist at the end where they tell Julia Roberts' character Tess that she has to impersonate Julia Roberts. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's just getting really meta. But in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, there's a scene on the ship. This isn't a spoiler, but Drax and Kevin Bacon have a conversation about Bruce Wayne and Batman. And I'm like, wait, so he's a fictitious superhero in this world where in like, <laughs> I understand he's DC, but like Iron Man exists and all these other people. Yeah. <laughs> So if, uh, what I like as a as a Batman fan, I would be like, yeah, even in the Marvel universe, they'll still like think like Batman would be really cool. <laughs> They're like, oh, this guy doesn't right. exist, but that would be badass. And it is funny because Drax shits on Kevin Bacon. He's like, actors are the stupidest people there are. 
And obviously super meta, like obviously Dave Batista is an actor. <laughs> oh, I love that. The Simpsons are always good about like the Simpsons always makes fun of writers for movies and TV shows. And it's always, you know, because the writers are just mocking themselves. But of course, I always like make fun of yourself. Humor. All right. Can you lock this down for like 90 seconds? A piece of I'll try. I mean, I, this is uh, the this whole is thing's going to fall apart. The pot will crash and burn. We'll be it probably I'm just saying this is a good moment to do it by considering uh, a couple that's never spoken a word together. And that looks like you know. a prison yard soccer game happening behind her. Have you ever been to Portugal? That's all it is. <laughs> One giant prison where they play soccer. This is this is the why Ronaldo uh, became so good. He, he was never allowed, uh, you know, to do anything else but stay in a cage. And in order to, yeah, to basically. Um, expedite your sentence they have you they set up several set pieces and if you can execute them properly you get out yeah unfortunately for ronaldo he uh, should have stuck to that training because it has not gone well for him hey <laughs> boom roasted but uh yeah you go you go do your thing i believe in you yeah that's why i don't drive in uh foreign countries here Yeah, they got to get the titty shot. Now, I, I do appreciate that he doesn't hide the purpose of this. Just going all, oh my God, going all out on this, uh, the reason for Christmas, right? This whole uh, scene is the reason for the season. Kind of uh, don't mind showing it in front of the kids, but this is, you know, this is European. It's British. They are a little more lax with the uh, things they show on TV. While as we we show more violence, they show more sex. You pick your battle. They might have it better than we do. Ooh, they do mention Meatloaf, who I believe rests in peace, but that could be a reference actually to who they could be talking about in terms of who was a star, you know, an aging star who's really lost their their fame and uh, try to make a comeback and and unlike this movie, really didn't. Is this actually Joffrey? I don't... That's an interesting one. I need to look that up. Horns has said uh, that's Joffrey, but doesn't look exactly like him. So we got uh, London... In Christmas time, I'm a big, I think I'm a white lights person. My wife is uh, much more of a colored bulbs. Oh, hello. We've all been to this party. I do love the butts. Those are some healthy butts. You know, I'm 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 as straight as it comes, but man, I appreciate a healthy butt. You know. Yeah, I mean, looking ain't hurt nobody. I mean, dressing as a devil is the international sign for put it in my butt, basically. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> I've been dressing like a devil for years. It don't act like you didn't make that connection. But, no. This is like one of the, this is like the loosely connected, all right, we can put these two characters at a party together. They don't even need to interact. People will get that this is all happening in the same universe. Well, I just noticed that there was a, a butt behind, if they go back to the wife here, Emma Thompson, again, because I don't know anyone's actual movie names. 
there, there like there's a lot of butts it was like uh <laughs> like a can't i just don't understand the butt theme because what are they you're right because we thought they were architects you saw the blueprints see look at that they're a camel on top businessy of the businessmen if you're gonna dance with the slutty devil with your wife at the party like bro in this last season of White Lotus, no spoilers, but there's there's a theme in it where it's like if you're gonna cheat on your wife, at least have the respect to like try and not get caught, you know? <laughs> what's it, one, like, doesn't one of them say like just that's why you stick with whores? Exactly. <laughs> or prostitutes. First off, anyone who sits like this in an interview, immediate respect. Like you might as well stick your hand in your pants. Dude, uh, yeah, while you were gone, they were filming the music video, and it was very just. He just, you know, he just wants to do what he wants to do, you know? The the girls were showing it all. Leave something for the imagination. He wasn't, they don't ever reference, like, he was part of a group or anything, right? Like, he was just a solo artist? Yes, I believe so. Although it's funny, uh, Hugh Grant is in a movie with... Uh, Drew Barrymore called Music and Lyrics, where he plays a former British boy band pop star who's like trying to make a solo career, who's not too dissimilar from Bill Nighy's character, although, mm. spoiler alert for Music and Lyrics, he actually gets reformed throughout the movie. Oh, that's nice. It's like a Christmas carol. Yeah, he finds love in the most unexpected place. So, okay, so she, Emma Thompson there is just being a cool boss's wife right, by yeah she's like, like she's like the great she's like john stockton she's like i don't care if i score tonight i'm just trying to set you guys up mm-hmm. of course it's in between songs God, what a i like that you went with john today. stockton instead of yourself jeff hornacek was more of like the catch and shoot you know yeah but uh too bad he couldn't hit that shot that three-pointer in game six am i right let me just say that if your NBA Finals win depends on Jeff Hornacek hitting a shot, you've already failed. Dude, stop talking about yourself like that. <laughs> Greg Ostertag should have fucking done something. <laughs> Jesus. Put all the pressure on me. Where's HR in all of this, man? Is there, Does HR not exist? Look, Cycle, uh, we all know HR takes one night off a year. It's the Christmas <laughs> it's the party. Christmas Am I right? <laughs> Who polices the police? <laughs> that is for hey, I sure. Didn't see any, I didn't see anything. What does Michael Scott say? I want people making out in the break room. <laughs> I actually just watched that episode earlier today. Is this enough to get 14 people drunk? Uh, 16 uh, liters of vodka? Yeah, yeah that should do it. <laughs> My wife is sick, and so we were just putting on Christmas episodes of uh, The Office. and Yeah, well, that one's a good one. The Benihana one. No, uh, no, that's the year before the Benny Hanna. That's season two. Oh yeah, dude. One of the best lines ever in that show, and that's saying something. When Andy is playing the sitar, and Jim goes, "Do you take requests? Of course. <laughs> Please stop." <laughs> <laughs> There's a place in France where the naked ladies dance. <laughs> this is a. Uh, I don't know. We haven't gotten to it yet here in a few seconds, but. Um... I don't know if I'm ever in this moment. Phone's got to go onto the silent mode. You know, I would say that, but I don't get any phone calls that aren't spam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the last time I got a phone call, like the, the odds of me getting a phone call that I'm like really not expecting, very very slim. Yeah, yeah. 
That's very true. Actually, it's like mainly probably you or me calling each other. Right. So it's likely here in a moment, uh, my wife might come sit in and join us for just a few minutes on pod, which would be good to get a woman's perspective. But I would love for uh, Selma, you know, what was her name? I was going to say, what is her name? I was just asking something her. Something Hayek. What was her? Something. Okay, I'll tell her that. She it's couldn't remember. Selma Hayek. Pod. My wife, if you're listening at home, uh, or wherever you're on Mars, my she came on the Scream review from the beginning of this year. Way to book in the year. Here, I guess. My God, what was her name? It was something Hayek. It wasn't Selma Hayek. No. <clears throat> I just sent her it's something Hayek, and she has to figure the rest out. Tell her to go to the, the YouTube. Uh, She's asking, was it her first name in Hayek? And I'm like, no, definitely not. I don't think so. This couple, I'm rooting for them, but I find it hard to believe that they're both too good-looking to be this awkward. I just... I'm going to say this. He can do better than her. But you know what? It's an office romance. It's kind of it's kind of hot because it's wrong, you know? I think it's almost like, if we're talking in sports, the best ability, Cycli, is availability. Like, if you're just mm-hmm. able to play, if, if he sees you every day, that's just pretty hot, too, you know? No, it's, absolutely. Like you said, she's a mermaid, dude. And Also, I mean, Laura Lynn is super, super cute. You could do a lot worse with the office chick, you know? Oh, no. Like, I remember... I studied abroad in East Germany, and um, I forgot we got her tits. Nice. Um, and I remember when we first got there, I was like, dude, these girls are not cute, and Germans have no sense of fashion. Yeah. And then about, a, like, three weeks later, me and my friend were like, is it just me, or are the girls much cuter now? And he's like, no, I feel the same way. Odd. As the seasons change, so do <laughs> I. we change. I matured. See, just have your phone on silent. Maybe man. we're have just getting more desperate. Silent. Like, you don't have to answer the call. I get he has a mental illness or something, but like, you could have easily been like, I was asleep. You know? Yeah, this is tough. Cause she's like, it, it, yeah, if I don't answer, even though the call itself, like what he wants is not important, like, wh- where's his mind gonna go? All right, and this I'm gonna. Time, I'm- I'm going to go. Can you cover it? Yeah, you do what you got to do. I'll be right back. Not to, you know, bemoan her fashion sense too much, but these throw pillows. I mean, what are we doing here? A very inconsistent uh, combination of threads here. Laura Linney perfectly cast in the role of the person who is so selfless that it actually really impedes on her own life. Like, always thinking of someone else really to a fault i guess although in this point it's so commendable because it's i'm assuming her brother although i don't think they ever specifically say and then even better you find you find someone who is empathetic towards that maybe not because they have they're in the same situation but they're at least like you know what I, let's tuck the boner away for tonight and let's just deal with the fact that you know families happen and they're tough so i'm trying to find this guy's name one of the biggest, look, we've been wrong a lot on this pod, but the fact that Rodrigo Santoro, who plays Carl, is not in Unfaithful is one that uh, we would have lost the farm on. I 
He's like, well, I mean, if you're going to keep answering the phone, do you mind if I do some push-ups here in the corner? Maybe some air squats? I'm back. And uh, back. while I was gone, I decided to look up the YouTube video of our screen review. Your wife is uh, Shakira Hayek. Shakira Hayek. All right, <laughs> maybe, maybe that is what she said. I was like, I know. It. I mean, me and your wife share ethnicities. My. I was like, I knew it's something of our ethnicities. If you can. So she was just like, sure let I've me combine the two hottest Lebanese celebrities. Well, Actually, Shakira's Argentinian, like, right? She's half Lebanese, half Lebanese Colombian. And Hayek is half too, right? But half what yeah. else? Is she half, Iranian? Lebanese. Lebanese. Mexican and Lebanese? No, no, I knew Lebanese. What's the other half? Yeah, yeah I think Mexican or something, yeah. Oh, I thought she was like Basically, everyone good-looking is half Lebanese. Is, yeah, that's is true. My, what I say. Me, Ronnie Cycli. <laughs> Soon to be not the only Lebanese NBA player. Wow, really? Well, in a few years, we'll see. That'd be cool. Team Lebanon made the World Cup, and one of the players on the team is young and plays for is the University of Michigan. Guard? The left-handed mm-hmm. guard? Yeah, that guy is. Yeah, yeah. he'll he'll most likely be in the NBA. So, oh yeah, we do meet him. Okay, we do meet. I, him. Okay, while you were gone, I was questioning this, and I was saying it's also great how Carl is, uh, especially on the first night where you could be like, all right, he might just be a dog looking to bury a bone. He's pretty empathetic to her situation. Yeah, that's what I remember. I mean, like. Dude, Let like, me look. You know, we're at the age now where, um, you know, people have their flaws. People have their baggage. There's a great, again, I know we reference it all the time. How I Met Your Mother. Whole episode about baggage. It's a great one. Let me say this. If you meet someone like past the age of 22 and they don't have quote unquote baggage, that Run. is baggage. Run. Right. Something weird so, is going yeah. on. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <clears throat> um. I know this much is true. Another HBO miniseries, really, really morose, but well-written, where Mark Ruffalo plays two twins, and one of them has, I believe, the mental illness that this gentleman is suffering from. Do we know what... I mean, we don't know explicitly, right? Like, you just say that because like, he was... It's like some dissociative reality disorder. Like, one of the twins that Mark Ruffalo plays always thinks, like, someone is out to, like, assassinate him, and it creates, like, this, like, pervasive paranoia. Hmm. That's just I like wish really I thought dem- someone. This is like if I thought someone was just gonna assassinate me. You're like, dude, no one would assassinate you. Like, you're not. Someone is stealing my lunches. <laughs> you just forget to bring them to work. That's you, it was like when I was a kid. You know the story. Like, I saw the movie Ransom when I was like seven. So I was like the same age as the kid who got kidnapped. And I, my biggest fear growing up was being kidnapped. And my sisters at one point be like, "Oh no, no one's gonna kidnap you." Like as a kid, you're like. Oh, man, kidnappings happen. Well, like, then you get no. insulted. They're like, what do you mean? Why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't they want me? I was like, dad's not... They, I remember my sisters literally said, dad's not rich. No one's going to kidnap you. I was like... Right, because they were like, give us oh. $4 million, dad. I'd be like, look, I love my son, but like, you I both just, know that's not happening. <laughs> I was just like, is this a sense of comfort to a six or seven-year-old? What, I don't know. What's the scene in... Uh, Austin, is it the second Austin Powers where he's like, one billion dollars? <laughs> like, like, why million. you just ask for the fucking moon? <laughs> <laughs> One hundred trillion dollars. I do like how the I think Tim Robbins is playing the president in that scene. The reference he makes is like, 
so knowledgeable of future inflation. He's like, it's 1971. That kind of money doesn't even exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just the polar opposite from the first movie where he said right. $1 million. They're so like, okay. Well, and then Dr. Evil just keeps, he's like, flippity, flippity, <laughs> just give me like a lot of money, okay? Oh, Emma Thompson. You're such a sweetheart. Is Bernie their child? I think. So the kid was born 39 years old with a back problem because that's any <laughs> that's ever existed. Well, they are British, so probably. This is, uh, I mean, again, like I'm not condoning affairs, of course. But like, bro, don't buy a gift for your side piece while you are out. Right, and wife. I think the thing that makes this. Oh my god, look at the fucking facial hair on that jewelry clerk. Oh my god, uh, I forgot. <laughs> I uh, I knew he was in it in a cameo role and this is just perfect. I I, I remember cuz he's in the the credits at the beginning, but I always forget who he is. Cycle, have you seen Man vs B on Netflix? No, I can't say that I have. Okay. I'm going to describe it to you and I'm going to try and keep you from leaving the movie commentary to go watch it. <laughs> it is impossible. 8 8 minute episodes. Starring Rowan Atkinson, where he plays someone who just got hired as a house sitter. <laughs> he, sorry, the first episode's 10 minutes, the rest are eight. He goes to this like rich person's house and they leave, and there is a bee in the house that he can't get out. Each of the eight minute episodes is him battling the bee in a different room of the house. <laughs> so they're called the room, so it's like living. Garage, bathroom, <laughs> study. It, wait, when did this come out? Like three months ago. <laughs> what the fuck? How have I not heard a thing? I love, I love this whole delivery of the scene. Now it's like, well, once but, your uh, wife joins the pod, I'm gonna go upstairs and uh, go watch okay. that. Now my wife is a big Rowan Atkinson fan, but we watched three episodes and they're very short. Like I said, literally eight minutes, and she's like, I can't do this anymore. Like, what do you mean? It's fucking. Is it, I mean, do you like it? Is it a bit much? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> if anyone like eight, does... eight minutes sounds like nothing, but all it is is him in a different room, and then it all ends the same way. He like chases the bee out, <laughs> and it goes. Into... And you think he like wins, and then something happens. You got to get to the end, though. Yeah, I do love this because even if I wasn't buying jewelry for my side piece, I'd be so annoyed if anyone did this for a gift I was buying. <laughs> It's like, it's like a, dude, I don't need a cinnamon stick in there. What are yeah. we doing here? It's like a 14 minute cinnamon stick. What is that even for? <laughs> you know, Rowan Atkinson, they probably gave him like 30 different props. And like, I bet there's an extended take of this, of him, like taking like peanut M&Ms and like bathing with them. I, I would absolutely watch the scene go on for 10 minutes. Like so the gift wrap is a formal process. And I just love that he's like enjoy like what worker on Christmas would enjoy this kind of detail gift wrap? Like anyone would be like, no, just um I will say I have this acute respect for people that like regardless of what their job is, they just take it so fucking seriously. <laughs> like it could be, I don't fucking shoveling shit off the sidewalk, but if you like get really into it, I just have an immense amount of respect for that. Oh yeah. Oh, drink. Drink. Now we see him. Well, in, we have uh, not seen him in at least thirty minutes. He was he was on a long flight. I 
I will say I I went to when I studied abroad in Germany, man. I never thought my accent was cute or sexy because it definitely isn't. But I'm telling you guys, it works. Something about playing an away game, yeah, where it's just like almost an unfair advantage. It's good to know that it works both ways. I would just thought as Americans we were like sort of at a disadvantage there. Like, man, our voices don't sound cool. Because like you I and really, I, even though we grew up in a place with a unique dialect, we never acquired it. Yeah, that's for sure. I literally one point I remember I was one girl I had a crush on who and she kept telling me how cute she thought my accent was. And I was like, what are you talking about? I literally don't have an accent. My voice, like our accents that you and I have are as plain as it possibly gets. Yeah. There's nothing about it. There's no indentions. There's no inflections. It's so, I mean, but, but to other people there is. Well, and, I'll, and I'm basing this off of other people's opinions, but like no one has ever even told me that like certain words or like if I have like a certain emotion like anger or joy that my voice even like reverts to an accent. Whereas my wife who grew up in New York, if she gets like really angry and yells at the TV, she will have like a Brooklyn oh, yeah. accent occasionally. But I don't even have that with like a, a twang. Oh, our voices are so boring. Lame. So that was a crawfish rocking Barney. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love Barney. The worst off-Broadway play of all time. What is this? She's learning to speak English to so she can communicate. Oh, okay. So we're back to Colin Firth's mate. Yeah, with the guy that she's never, or he's never, like they've never had a conversation. He's He literally found his wife sleeping with his brother like a week ago. What yeah. are we doing here? He's steering, steering too hard into the skid. What are we doing? <sighs> Why is she even looking this up? You know, like, did you ever, were you like, like that? You were I just unplugged my... Whoa, is that... Hi. Is that she, Shakira I, Hayek? What? A, she can't see herself. I told her you went back and did the research to confirm her pod. I confirmed. Horrible pod name. So people at home, Shakira Hayek returning to the pod <laughs> to to bookend the podcast, the first pod of the year with our Scream review. And now... Oh my God, it's beautiful. Well, that, as, Look, my like, wife is sick, but I will this, go get her awake right now. <laughs> Robin Sparkles, you're needed. You need to... This is Jordan's flu game. <laughs> The last one of the year. Selma Hayek, what is, how does uh, Love Actually fit in your lore? Are you a big fan? Big fan. I'm actually kind of pissed you guys are watching it without me. So, Cycli, how does he choose Milwaukee? Is that where, like, a cousin is, that his friend was at? Or did he have, like, some folktale that he heard about Milwaukee where he's, like, it's the, I don't know, like the fucking Rust Belt all right, Selma Hayek. We, I mean, Selma Hayek, not Selma Hayek. Shakira Hayek. You're welcome. Um, being offended someone right. called Selma Hayek. Let's say a guy is a six, okay? Jeff and I had this conversation earlier. And he has a suave British accent. Nothing else changes about I, it. How much of a bump is it? I say one and a half. Yeah, I bump a new and eight. This is January Jones from X-Men First Class, of course. January Jones? I mean, that's like a year away from... Oh, right. Alicia Cuthbert. 
from old school. Man, January Jones was what? Like um, Mad Men, right? Yeah, Mad Men. She, what happened to her? Not, she not was Jones, this girl. Catherine Heigl. Oh, Alicia Cuthbert. Yeah. She married an NHL player named Sean Avery, who they had an incredibly bad uh, domestic abuse Ooh. issue, kind of going both ways. And so she kind of ducked out of the limelight. She did a sitcom with Damon Wayne's Jr. And he left the show New Girl for one year to do it. And then when that got canceled, he returned to New yeah. Girl. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. That's Coach. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Coach, yeah. But yeah, but she, I mean, she was, she was literally on, the girl next door. Four. Like, everyone had a crush on her. Next door, 24. She's in old school. Mm-hmm. And then January Jones gets Mad Men, X-Men First Class. January Jones had the Catherine Heigl effect. She got caught being a horrendous bitch on set to people, and they said, well, then we're just not going to cast you in things anymore. Somehow it didn't affect Natalie Portman. Right. Well, Natalie Portman, I think, was only a bitch to cure Knightley. <laughs> you <laughs> look too much like me. Basketball. Go away. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> By the way, Cycli, you... This is off topic, but you do have to come down to our city for the MLB All-Star Game next year. And you have oh, to wear absolutely. National League jersey while oh, we were. Oh, it's 100% happening. We should uh, <laughs> we should make our Bro Force Squad weekend uh, around that event. Yeah, it'll be middle of the summer. That'll be perfect. Yeah. I mean, classic position here. What's this guy's name? Fritzel? <laughs> He's always a between three tens. <laughs> she's the sexy one i love it the people of milwaukee love their portrayal here that's what we all look like pretty sure this is probably one of the only positive uh portrayals of milwaukee that i mean ever on screen right probably i forget what are they coming home to here that she that's the 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 sexy one is coming home and she's coming home to the foursome Cycli, let me ask you, what's your guys' light situation at your house? Because looking at this, you would die. I would die if I tried to put that up. We unfortunately, you remember, you guys have been to our house. We got the lights on our patio, but on the the front side of our house, right, like where the it'd be way too dangerous to get on that rooftop because of how high it is. I don't know if you guys remember over the driveway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have the um, the icicle lights inside that sunroom smart yeah so because i'm not risking my yeah what about you guys we did like a little bit oh, she's like oh this is not the thing you were buying for <laughs> <Rob> atkinson <laughs> by the way i tried to pitch cycle on man versus b no why yeah. would you try to pitch <laughs> shakira i heard you love it <laughs> he when We've we, gotten through three rooms watched, of the house. We watched the first episode, and after that, every every time we would try to decide what we were going to watch, you'd be like, all right, we got, you know, One of Us is Lying, White Lotus, or Man vs. B. Like, like <laughs> so serious. And we'd be like, but Man vs. B, I don't know, we're going to be lost with the plot. We haven't seen it in a while. We're not watching that. Emmy Award winning White Lotus. Four. Okay, so what happened was he was Four. in the living room, then they were in the garage, <laughs> now he's in the laundry room. I love it because that's when you know you have enough money to be like, you know what, let's make, fucking make this. 
The episode title is literally just the room he's in. <laughs> Could you imagine if, like, you and I, uh, like, upon this, like, just told Shakira Hayek or Robin Sparkles our idea, and they'd be like, yeah, no, that's terrible. It would but act when you're successful. It if we had a meeting with Netflix, they would be rooting against us. It, it goes back to the whole theme about this movie. If I, you kind of like me, my stalkerish attitude is romantic. But if you don't like me, it's fucking weird, and should, I'm getting a restraining order. The line between romantic and, like, you should spend two years in a federal penitentiary is really yeah. how hot are you? Yeah, 100%. Yes. 100%, yeah. Poor Emma Thompson. Yeah, this is uh, between this story for her and, um, oh, what's the American's name with her brother? Laura Linney? Yeah, Laura Linney. Yeah. That story arc is really sad, too. <clears throat> if you think about it, this is more morose than most of these anthology, quote-unquote, rom-coms. Because even Liam Neeson's story, although it, you know, the, the finale of it is more upbeat, like, the majority... Jeremy Devin is based on loss. I mean, his wife passed away. Yeah. Can I just say this? And it's always funny, and, and I could be completely in the wrong, and I hope this never happens to any of us, but I genuinely feel like our two wives wouldn't just sit in the room and cry and then act like everything's okay. Like, I'm pretty sure we would get called out immediately. I would just <laughs> <for> you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's always funny. And like, am I, oh, you like, want me to cry in my room if I find out you're cheating on me? Yeah, and I'm going to act like everything's okay. Secretary? <laughs> like, I would be like, no, that's not happening. Not with our wives. That's for sure. <laughs> not up in here. Like, there's no, like, hey, sweetie, it's Christmas. Let's, like, let's save this so fight for next week. Sitting on the couch not talking while she went in the room and cried? Yeah, that'd be him having a relationship with his kids. Of course he doesn't. So what do we talk about, children? Here's Liam Neeson. He's a I really want to go kill some Albanians. <laughs> well, we just lost our mom. Can we just hang out on the couch for a little bit? Five more minutes. They, they just don't care about their mom, though. It's so weird. This is, I might have missed something. It is this kid's mom, too, right? Yes. Okay. I don't know why. He I literally thought... says at one point, I know I should be sad about mom, but really? I'm just so in love. Is he the kid's dad or is he like a stepdad? Is it not the dad? He's his dad, I thought. He is? I think so. For some Unless reason, I've missed something. I thought there might have been a part of the story where he's like, drink, countdown till Christmas. Drink. It's Christmas movie bingo. That's one of the cards. I thought there was like a part in the beginning where he's like, I'm not your dad, but like he's been married to his mom for like three, four years. Maybe I missed that. Maybe I'm combining this. It's, with no, it's very possible. No, I just... <laughs> What a then, fuck. I, then I'd really want to look into her life insurance situation because now it's suspicious. <laughs> no, I never thought Bill, this was a Bill Nye's character, <laughs> I could do with a comedy movie with just him. Has he ever really, I mean, you and I talked about this at the beginning. Has he ever been the main focal point that I, you can bride, remember? Never a bride, but he's always a very strong contributor. Oh, 100%. Yeah. This, this song actually deserved to get because you know when we were young in the 90s they used to play like movie songs on the radio right oh, yeah. like this song like I, I you know i think it's actually pretty good this never actually became a real song 
Is there a way to be a Spotify playlist and then like add your own songs to it? Yeah. Okay, because I'm gonna take the Christmas hits playlist that Spotify has, copy it, and add "Feel It in My Fingers." Well, let's see if it's on here. I feel it in my fingers. Did you tell exactly what happened in Boy Meets World yesterday? Speaking of songs being famous from shows. With what? Angel? Yeah, there was a literal band that exists in real life. Exactly. Do you, on do you remember World. the early 2000s girl pop band Nobody's Angel? Nobody's. No, I don't that I can remember. Exactly. That's why I didn't bring it up. <laughs> well, they were in an episode of Boy Meets World that we rewatched yesterday. Apparently, I was supposed to tell you that. They performed an entire song. It's. It was I'm, like, on, I'm sure younger me remembers them. I'm just. Boy Meets World. I need to look this up because Everett I feel Foster. like it might bring up something in me. He's going to say goodbye to her and then get back to Wakanda now. By the way, I'm looking at the Love Actually soundtrack. I'm not seeing. Do you, what, what could that song possibly be called? Because I'm not seeing it on here. Christmas is all around or something. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Really? Nothing by Bill Nye. Nope. You would, that's what I'm saying. Like, I remember what is that as a false memory? I remember movies, songs and movies were always on the radio. If you had Will Smith in your movie, he had to do half the soundtrack. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so no, we're not here yet. This is the interesting part of the subplot where I don't know if we get it now, but happen? when he meets his dad, the Portuguese woman's dad. Sorry, what did I miss? Why did he just show up and walk out? He went to his family's Christmas and he realizes he wants to be with the Portuguese woman. Got it. He has a boner, so he's like, hang on, let me leave. <clears throat> so she's working. Again, this is, we got a drink. This is on the Christmas movie bingo card. Uh, workaholic who doesn't have time for the holidays. Yeah, absolutely. It's Christmas Eve, guys. Come on. Go home. Look, Carl's report isn't going to write itself, okay? Also, why is, I never thought about this. She's clearly American, so I would assume her brother's American. Why does she live in London? I'm not saying a Brit American can't live in London. I'm saying her brother lives in well, London. She brought her mentally. They want decent health care, so they probably got. Oh, the okay. Touche. Actually, that's a very valid. <laughs> like. <laughs> so, hey, so you called and asked about our hospital. Here's a six hundred and eight dollar <laughs> bill. Yeah, I know you've been working full time for fourteen years and have. Full health <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't expecting an actual answer to that. That was actually really good. I will say, I'm going to nitpick this movie. This is probably like, as far as, on the scale of entertainment, I give this probably an 8 out of 10. But the one thing is, there's a huge disparity on like how much we see each narrative. Like, sometimes you'll go 25 minutes without seeing one of the stories. Well, just like you, I mean, Hugh Grant's character, we, we've making, been making fun of it the whole time because he's prime minister and he's hitting on the help. But we haven't seen him with the help since the whole Billy, uh, Bob, Billy Bob scene, right? Sweet. Yeah. So they've had three conversations, and again, he's the fucking prime minister. Oh, he's this, gonna go. This is the scene. <laughs> the scene. Baron again. Sorcerer Supreme's wife walks out. 
the definition of stalker or romantic. One, well, where do you stand? Oh, shit. I wish that he would just have like something wrong written on the cue card that just like doesn't oh, yeah. make sense at all. Like, it, or they're out of place. What does you're allergic to crawfish mean? I sorry, I thought you would ask if I have any allergies. <laughs> Why, Shakira? What is, as a woman, what is your view on this scene? It's pathetic, isn't it? Though it is. It really. Even is. though we just saw nipple, it's still pathetic. It makes it even more pathetic. Could you imagine if like. At your wedding, I did all this. <laughs> right, like that's literally what it is. You still love me as just, you know, we, we're still good friends, but like that's not the same thing as being like okay with this kind of behavior. It's crazy. I wish he would have misspelled something or had like a, like I honestly, I can't fucking read this. No, if it says like Chicken you're, spots. but it's you, what it's uh, right. <laughs> he has you are perfect, but it's you're, but it's there's no apostrophe. <laughs> She's like, oh, um. My pussy is bone dry. But, like, what's her reaction supposed to be? I love you. I just married your fucking yeah. best friend. What does he want out of it? Like, she's also 19 years old, man. <laughs> like, and, like, who am I rooting for? I wish you would just tell him, like, look, I don't need this. I just got cast in Pirates of the Caribbean. I can't <laughs> fuck with your bullshit. It does suck because they make you want to root for him. But it's like, no, he sucks. But especially... Sorry. No, go. Yeah. I was going to say, he handled liking her like a literal kindergartner. Like, I like you, so I'm going to push your head in the sand and be rude to you for six months. And this is also not okay. <laughs> no! Uh... <laughs> like, why are we okay with it? It's always perspective, right? We're like, oh, that's sweet. She's saying, I'm, you know, like... Imagine the poor husband upstairs, like, wait, what just happened? Wait, my best friend did what? And then you did what? Oh, this. Let's make Christmas sexy again, you know? <clears throat> I've been saying for years. And now I'm finally on board. This is the best love story, guys. I agree. Manager and artist. Just best. This friendship, you know? Like, it's kind. It's pure, you know? Or me and his. Uh, leopard skin pants. Snake skin, <laughs> excuse me. Selma, what's your... Uh, God, I keep saying your name wrong. Shakira. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is your uh, favorite uh, side story in this movie? Gosh, I haven't watched this in a while. We got Liam Neeson. I, we I have think Snape I really, cheating. I really like Liam Neeson. His is, I think... It's the most, like, heartwarming one. That's the only, yeah, like, it has like, non-problematic. It says, like, a Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve type movie, and it's really freaking no, it me out. It's that the it first literally one. is. It's it the is. The, it's the beginning of all those movies. I think the most consistent is Liam Neeson's. Um, to me, the most interesting, just because of, like, probably Alan Rickman, is the Alan Rickman storyline. Like, he's the shittiest person, but he's my favorite actor in the whole thing. So his, yeah. And I love Emma Thompson, so, like, watching their shit play out is... Yeah, it's interesting, but it's not my favorite because it's sad. Yeah. But if you I mean, they're all sad. If you put a gun you to know, my head right? and said, which of these stories on its own could you turn into an hour and a half movie, that would probably be... Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, it is an interesting dynamic, right? It's very... I think they try to, like, plug in, like... Obviously, they do the father-son thing. They do this friendship one. They do new love. They do old love. And, like, this kind of, like, what 
uh, you guys are talking about the Alan Rickman storyline and Emma Thompson, just like they've been married for a long time. And you could argue not trying to defend him like, oh, Alan Rickman in his head is just like, oh, I'm just flirting. I'm doing this. And then you're just like what the pain actually causes someone who's been your partner for so long. But I whether think, or not he physically did anything yeah. is so heart wrenching. But I think especially for 2003, there's an interesting uh, dynamic that it presents where it's like the victim actually ends up being the empowered one. Like at the yeah. end of the story, I know right now there's like, but there's about to be a paradigm shift where Alan Rickman, who's quote unquote, uh, you know, the head of the snake, or he's like in the, the power position in the relationship. Yeah. In the end, he ends up looking like the bitch and Emma oh, 100%. ends up looking like the fucking boss. And, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just like how that perspective changes and, and what he thought was going to make him happy and doesn't. And that's why you saying you can't defend someone being like, oh, he didn't actually do it. No, no, he did. He did. He hurt someone who trusted him more than anyone on this earth. And the worst part was he got upsold by Rowan Atkinson at the perfume. <laughs> it's <clears throat> Rowan Atkinson's fault, as always. If you sign a card XXX, I mean, that might as well be like, check here for anal, right? Or it's Vin Diesel. I don't remember in the story. <laughs> he's the prime minister, and he's, like, actually falling in love with his assistant. That he's met for ten seconds. Oh, I'm sorry. Does love have to run on your fucking timeline? My God. It's the prime minister of a nation hitting on his help. I'm just saying. We're talking about power dynamics. Erroneous. Erroneous on all accounts. What? I always love this idea is like, because you and I have talked about this endlessly about Titanic, right? Like where these couples find each other in these movies and are That's so caught up in the romance. Oh, after two days. He was after like, two days. Dude, what happens six months, a year down the road? Me, show me the real sequel where they like, the honeymoon period ends and like, yes, are really not compatible. It was like, I was like, we were talking about, we started the podcast, the joking fights, the silly arguments you get into with your significant others. Like <laughs> she doesn't like sports. <laughs> like, oh man. Oh, God, what have I done? Also like this, this is the dodgy end. Why is every street in England like four feet wide? Yeah. They're skinnier than we are. And again, women in England, you're either 33 or 71. There's no one in between. <laughs> this actually might be a good uh, good tactic, considering how feeble and uh, fragile the British government is right now, going from prime minister to prime minister. They should actually do this. So you guys, uh, you guys watched the newest season of Ted Lasso, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes me just reminded me of that scene where uh, Roy and uh, Keely and the niece are going from door to door. My God. Looking for a dentist. His niece is maybe like the unspoken hero of that show. Oh, she's, <laughs> I love it when she cusses. When the fuck are we getting the third and final season, man? I think they just finished the, uh, filming. Jason Sudeikis, I think, I don't know who was, some someone in production had like a really serious family death and they had a delay shooting for like four weeks yeah there's a there's a lot of delays um but yeah, I, I know they were filming on halloween and everyone dressed as ted lasso <laughs> yeah there's kind of funny picture the guy that plays roy can i can't remember his name but he's uh, in the mcu now yeah sure. oh brent goldstein massive mm -hmm. harry potter fit harry potter massive muppets fan muppets fan. And, 
and uh, he has a YouTube video of him doing stand-up and him doing all of yep. uh, a reenactment of Muppets Christmas Carol. You told me to watch that, and I've watched it three times. So, so good. <laughs> this guy's like, right, am I I'm just going to knock on every door? She told him that she was next to him. Oh. Yeah, the dodgy end, right, is what she said. Four feet to my left. British homes always seem a little claustrophobic to me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one dude's here, I don't know if you can see him. He looks like the one of the background singers for Linkin Park. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, 100%. Maybe that will come back around with cargo pants. That's the one piece of fashion I just don't think is going to boomerang back. I just can't. I mean, I'm going to be proven wrong, of course. My kids will be wearing them. I'll be like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? I'm telling you, cargo pants are in the stores right now. I wish I was lying. (laughs) But, okay, I teach seventh graders. When they start wearing them, then I'll get worried. <laughs> we'll see when springtime comes. You'll have to keep me updated. For sure. Actually, no, don't keep me updated on a middle school kids' fashion. Actually, don't do that. Send you that weekly newsletter. You've been <laughs> emails, right? Yeah, I hate how much I love it. So this is her like nephew as a concert. I think so. Yeah, this whole family. He's like, can we pregame it? Because I don't go to any concerts sober. Honestly, like Christmas Eve, that's like too much going on. Oh. I don't know. Christmas Eve is uh, that's a different for you guys being Catholic, right? Did you guys do midnight mass? We did. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I don't, I just don't, you know, doing events on Christmas Eve. It just seems like a lot outside of church. I mean, like events My like this, like a kids' pageant, where they said after mass we can open a present. Like, yeah. Fuck. Midnight Mass? Like 3 a.m.? When I knew I was getting Pokemon Red on Game Boy? Yeah, I'm going to fucking stay up for that shit. Go to Midnight Mass and just fall asleep in the pew. Our tradition was always one gift on Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve each. Yep. The worst part, Cycle, you can relate to this. One year I opened Diddy Kong Racing, but I didn't have the N64 opened yet. (laughs) Sorry, you like. um... And my dad goes, that was a mistake. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I hope you don't even put two and two together. You're like, I don't even have this. This is bullshit. Yeah. What kind of sick fuck rap? Probably should have picked. (laughs) What am I supposed to do with this, mom? Type of like foresight. You'd rather me like get fucking tortured for a night. That's why dad shouldn't have given a gift. Mom should have. (laughs) I was always bad. I don't know. Were you like that, uh, Shakira? Like, uh, did you? Would you ever peek at your gifts or try to? searching all the whole yeah. house trying to figure out if Santa was real. Fine. Yeah. Yes, sir. I found them every year. Dude, my brother one time ripped, like, not even on the seam of the present, one of his Lego sets, like, across the middle, and tried to tape it back, and there was, like, four inches of the box exposed. When he did. <laughs> and that was last year. <laughs> yeah, that was four minutes ago. <laughs> He's 30 years old. <laughs> why is he getting Legos? So, like, why is Martin Freeman at this play? Is uh, they're all this is where the the stories come together, right? Like so. Uh, okay. What's her storyline related to that? The I don't even know what their names are either. No one does. That's the beauty of these ensemble movies. You don't need to know. 
Whatever happened to uh, red? This guy's in love with a woman who like don't, they don't even speak the same language. Right? Yeah, they've but also just, never been able to communicate one word. I mean, like I get that. Like you want you want revenge. You want to fall for someone else. Well, like maybe speak the same language. This guy's in Mamma Mia and Bridget Jones. Yeah. No, Shakira. That was a whole point. We were like, he literally found his wife sleeping with his brother. And a few days later is in Portugal trying to hook up with the chick who doesn't speak his language. I'm like, that's not a good setup for a relationship. It's just well, not. If I can quote the poet Rihanna, we found love in a hopeless place. You can't even speak to each other. No, again, that's great to be attracted to each other. But guys, you all know marriage is a, that's, it's a transaction. There's a lot of complexities that go into this. You can't just, hey, you know. We don't You're speak fine. any. <laughs> That's not it. The opposite of love is blind. Yes. We actually, I, you know what? Netflix is oh, listening. Bitter- like, we got an idea. This is bittersweet. She thinks her brother's here to watch her child. Yeah. But he's really there to just get his dick wet. Right. Sorry. I'm about to get my beak wet. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you don't mind, I've got this six on my shoulder. So it's like, let's take a seat. Gavin, that's a name that's gone away for good reason. He was, look how he's smiling in the background. He's like, oh, that was awesome. He's like, never speak to no one. <laughs> I'm always just a fucking background worker, you know, so it doesn't even matter. His, like, wife is telling him he's never going to make it, and he's like, oh, I'm going to show her. I'll show that bird. Right, we've had a lot of drama behind the scenes of this play. It's been, like, the 20... 20- 2003 version of Don't Worry Darling. So let's see how the production goes. So I don't know what's going on here with all these costumes. <laughs> They're metaphors, okay? They all mean something. <laughs> we remember the alien at the birth of Christ, obviously. I've read the Bible, man. It was definitely there. It's New Testament, but it's what definitely there. It? That's Jonah. Well, it's just all <laughs> biblical things. That don't really Spider-Man. <laughs> That's little kids like, I'm going as fucking Spider-Man. So we either go as Spider-Man or we don't go. This just seems excessive for Christmas Eve, guys. You know? It's definitely it standing like a lot. And that's exactly, that's all that matters is profit. <laughs> it's all these schools see. This guy is like the bagged cereal version of the guy who pretends to be paralyzed in There's Something About Mary. <laughs> I just, like, don't know if I can have children because I can't pretend to enjoy this. On Christmas That's Eve, why you boo in the background, and we have a... Fl- Robin Sparkles and I talk about that all the fucking time. Like, my kids... The show said, sucked. Like, the show sucked. I do, I do not want to have to sit through this for two and a half hours and be like, why? yay. Second act really started to mail it in. Like, what? I'm seven. No, your your rendition of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star was breathtaking. I'm so glad I was here for it. Is this Alicia Keys? Like, are you asking that sincerely? Yes, it looks exactly like her. <laughs> wow, okay. Racist teams. I all look alike. Wait, what color is Alicia Keys? I don't see race. I, I don't either. I'm just assuming. Oh. You're just assuming race. That's better. <laughs> yes. Saved it. And why is he getting, like, they keep showing Hugh Grant, like, come up behind her. Like, why is he getting horny at this moment? It's like, they don't judge what turns him on. 
he's like, oh yeah, like this children's pageant. Is, <laughs> what a fuck you. I know I've only talked to you like three times and you've been serving me biscuits while I've been in the Oval Office, but. Uh, Wait, biscuits as in like British cookies or like American? British cookies, yeah. Uh, oh, I guess that that's true. British, uh, yeah. British Watch his soccer one time. Watch his soccer. Very different. I totally learned that from the Great British Baking Show. Yeah. <laughs> I kept talking about biscuits. I was like, the biscuits. That's not the same as us. Not, not you know, the fans are clapping, but the reviews in the morning will be two and a half out of five stars. Oh, yeah. The British media is relentless, let's be honest. The Sun's going to get a hold of this, and it's going to Oh, God. Out. They're going to fucking run with it. It's just not a romantic moment, guys. Come on. Why does the guy have, like, the Guy Fox anarchy symbol on his shirt? <laughs> Is this the time to send your political message? Actually, yeah. I fucking think it is. Remember when backwards hats were cool? It's pulling, I can pull it off, you know? It's coming back. Uh, my favorite is uh, how much we both hate the University of Texas A&M. And there's an image of an A&M fan with a backwards hat and a sunglasses. Iconic image. Iconic. And he's covering his eyes because the sun is bright. They're like, my, if only... There was something. There's a video of a guy at an AM football game. He has a backwards hat on <laughs> and sunglasses. Backwards hat on. Mm-hmm. And he's blocking the sun like this with his hand. <laughs> and it's like he has two things. <laughs> I would like this too because, like, this feels like he could easily play this off. Like, they made it seem like they rose the curtain and had him at the centerpiece. But I don't. I'd also be like, why are they introducing the prime minister with his also, girlfriend? Would, would a children's app, even if they voted for him? Like, let's just say <laughs> the president came out with like a new girlfriend. There's Joe Biden or, or Donald Trump. You're like, um, what? Get off stage, bro. Like, an this alien. Really Jesus weird. Christ, I want to see how that plays out. <laughs> Uh, is there ever more gossip than the fucking lobby after the kids' musical? That's got to be the place, man. This is a good conversation. Oh, my God. Call his ass out. He could oh. be like, that was your fake gift. No. Yeah, right. Oh, Karen. Emma. Definitely not love with the receptionist whore, right? You would hope not. Did they ever definitively hook up in the movie, or is he just like no. trying to get? That was my point. Was like saying like he they at least they don't show it. Maybe maybe they did, and we don't know. But I'm, my point was like they don't show anything other than her flirting with him multiple times, and him obviously being infatuated by that, and you and I talking about the power element that he's probably getting off on. But, like, again, it to me, it's, like, it's not just, like, the cheating emotionally, right? Like, whether he physically did something or not doesn't take away from her pain. Well, that's, like, this small dick energy. Sure. These guys get off more on themselves yeah. than anything else. Yeah, exactly. Like, could yeah. like a cactus. But if she shows, if she's, like, oh, my God, you're, like, so powerful and cool. He's, like, fuck, I'm going to, that's what gets me hard. King Joffrey's, like, can we take over Westeros now, Dad? Right, it's almost like she would probably be like, look, if you just been like, oh, she's super hot and you wanted to have sex with her and you were drunk, like, the fact that he, like, emotionally took the time 
not saying one is worse or not. I'm just saying like that, that's that's a different level of like pain you to be like, an upsell you on the sentence. He was shopping with his wife. Yeah. And still did that. She's being a lot nicer to him than I would be or any of our wives would be. That's so fucked up. Let's get the shit kicked out of us by love. <laughs> as long as love isn't an Albanian named Marco from Trapania. <laughs> Again, dude, your wife's been dead for five days. <laughs> She's 20 years younger than you. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, stepdad, you were right. Oh, wow. Drink to cycle. He's not the stepdad, guys. He's the dad that stepped up. Wow. Way to fucking steal my thunder, bro. I was right for <laughs> two seconds, then you dropped that. <laughs> Look, I understand you're Swedish, but having teeth that bad does not make up for it. Uh, that's what the British like, though. I get it. I have bad teeth. You boys are like, we're going to be stepbrothers. <laughs> Dude, and the heat, the son's okay with it. Like, does how was the mom just a horrible person? How is there no. You did not have of... she folded the towels. Trust me. Like remorse. Again, if they had done like a six months later thing, I could forgive them. Yeah, it's a bit. That's what I'm saying. Like she must have been sick for a while because the way that they play it off is like this guy this, still found his housekeeper. This, this is the scene that I wanted to make. I made a point at the beginning. This is really fucked up. What her dad thinks is happening here. His dad's like, well, I sold her on eBay. Are you trippy hands 16? Uh, no. You want to bury my daughter who you've literally never spoken to? <laughs> this poor woman. <laughs> he cares. He says, sell. <laughs> I'll pay him. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> messed God. up. Again, Christmas Eve, don't people have plans? Like, I, I'm just f shocked by this. Yeah, I think that's the set. Who is this lady all of a sudden getting involved? <laughs> Father's about to sell. Father's about to sell. And why are they that's all in town gossip? It? Here we go. Shouldn't, if that's considerable, like, shouldn't they all be like, hey, let's stop this? Who's trying to get to New York and why? The girl that Liam Neeson's son is in love with. Who's that? She was the girl that was singing all I want for Christmas with you. She's so, like six feet yeah. tall. Okay, so why is she in New York already? She's on her way to New York. God. Have you ever been watching this movie? Like, I love been? how this is this is this is post 9-11 and they walk. I understand it's England, but they walk up to the gate without a boarding pass. Is it post 9-11? <laughs> 2003. Yeah. Unless they filmed it like three years earlier. I don't think so. This guy's the villain from Who Framed oh. Rock. Rabbit. Oh my, oh my god. Oh my god, Mr. There was this bee. <laughs> we have laundry room next, Cycle. How excited are you for that episode? Oh my laundry room? Do laundry not room. give me spoilers yeah. about that. That's where you he's do speaking, not. by the way. Why he watches. Did they pay him for that or did he do that just out of the kindness of his own heart? Ron Atkinson? Yeah. Oh, he's earlier in the movie. He's the jewelry salesman. Oh. Who like keeps adding shit to the bag. He like smells a cinnamon stick and drops it in. I would love this idea that this kid like finally gets the, you know gets through everything and then goes to jail for like 
Geiger references often the worst part about 90s movies is they made kids think we could beat the shit out of adults or like <laughs> circumvent any security. Yeah. Like, this is case in point. This is Heathrow International, like one of those <laughs> Heathrow secured. God, for, like, God forbid this kid wasn't white. What would happen right now? Al Qaeda's watching this Shoot. and taking notes. They're like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I love how incompetent they make security look, too. They're, like, fucking bumping into each other. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, someone dropped marbles! <laughs> They're suddenly the Home Alone thieves. Beep, bump, beep, bump, beep, What's his plan? Like, like you're going to tell a six-foot, eight-year-old eight that you love her on the way to New York? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, like, what are we going to do? Right. And then what? I'm going to do about that. I'm, I'm going on Christmas. Plus, you're going to be in jail for 14 years because of I what you did. I have to go see the Rockefeller Center tree. He's never going to get a job. He's going to have to be. Not sure King Spring. As long as these adults are distracted by ass. <laughs> He's old and naked. It's funny. Okay, it's like okay, all we have to do is naked people. And what happened to the officers? It's likely there's a dick maybe on TV. Shit, they're all like guys. Got this. (laughs) Cops like wait, trying to get laid. I always love that in uh (laughs) nothing makes fun of the whole airport shtick better than not another teen movie yeah that's pretty good (laughs) by the way that's the first thing i ever saw josh radner in oh shit he's a tour guide or something yeah he's giving the tour of the school oh forgot about that she kissed him on the cheek worth it wow i wonder if he's (laughs) pregnant now (laughs) also the like puffy hood this kid's way ahead of his time with the fashion also, his mom died five fucking days ago. Why are we not bothered? How are we gonna mourn forever, Cycle? It's almost been an entire week. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know how they do it in Britain, but we like our moms here. <laughs> you mourn for an hour-long episode of like some HBO show, and then it's over. It's excessive to mourn any more than that. Yeah, now you just want attention. Is is this the worst toupee of maybe all time in England? This bartender, they won't show him again because it's so bad. Well, we're in Portugal now. Oh, shit, we are. That's right. Never mind then. They're known for their bad toupees. <laughs> this girl's like the, what, she's the assistant. Now she's a waitress. Again, Assistant's- are there really this many people at dinner on Christmas Eve? I don't, Maybe it's different cultures. I don't, I just think, I'm just not used to people, you know. Oh, I think, I, should we add to Christmas movie bingo, like, any type of confession in front of a crowd. Oh, that's a good one. Like right here, this is a good one. Like, you know, I know we've both been through a lot this Christmas, and I haven't always been the best guy. <laughs> and I know we've never spoken a word ever to each other, and we spent 10 minutes together. Marriage me, please. Marriage. <laughs> Something about prawn fish. I don't even know you, but marriage me. <laughs> that is so hot. I wish everyone's like, hey, dude, uh, we're all trying to enjoy our dinner. So, yeah, our app just you... out 
And this calamari is no good when it's cold. So if you could just shut the fuck up for <laughs> 10 minutes. Also, this this guy is uh, really bad at Portuguese. Like this. So what makes rom-coms suck? Making them think that this is people re- think this is realistic. But I think part of the the uh, allure to it is that it is so removed from reality. Like if there's anyone that thinks this is real, they've never had an actual real life experience. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. Like we were in high school when this came out, early high school. Like people oh, do oh, think like people think this is what romance is. And if you don't feel that kind of like yeah. full on obsession immediately, even if you can't communicate, then there's something wrong. No, this is more important. That someone shouted at you from one floor below at an Olive Garden. <laughs> I wish they did show us an Olive Garden. He Google translated it on his Yeah, menu. for real. His dad sold him. And I love that everyone's clapping, acting like, you know, if I was in the restaurant, I'd be like, oh, that's adorable. They've clearly been in love for years. And everyone's like, no, they just met. And you're like, oh, Actually, wait, what? What's today? Friday? They He's met. not even legally divorced. What? It's been Probably not even legally separated. It's not even, it's been a week. There's, he needs to see a therapist that his brother had an affair with his wife. Like, how are we just, you know? I don't even think they have each other's phone numbers. No. Just in cases. <laughs> I mean, Again, I ordered feels... an artichoke dip an hour ago. Can we? This is not hygienic that the waitress I'm is sorry. kissing. I did this kiss, and I'm like, oh my god, I regret this marriage proposal already. <laughs> Your breath is really bad. Ew! This is the most awful on-screen kiss I've ever seen. This is. <laughs> yeah, that's normal. That's a thing that happens. What kind of dad is this? Just like ranting permission, not weirded out by this. What if he's like, is it weird that the only one that I actually felt something was the dad? <laughs> that was the most authentic of all the kisses. Yeah. And he used the most tongue of anyone. <laughs> is that January Jones? She's back. Cycle, I I don't know if you said this off the top. First two acts of this movie, really, really strong. Everyone's story arc, for the most part, ends with kind of a fizzle to me. It, it's it, like I said at the beginning, is like this movie is really fun. I think that's why you can always defend it. It's really fun. But if you really want to break down this movie and each story arc individually, it can break down really quickly. So do we think they're working on it? How do you work on that? She's clearly not good. Therapy. If the kids weren't the way involved. she can. It's going to take a lot of work. I mean, and then he went on a business trip. Like, how is she going to trust him on a business trip? Oh, my God. We haven't seen uh, Matthew Lillard in a while. Well, yeah, we're about to. And so he just got engaged in a month. My God, they move quickly. I guess, I mean, Shakespeare was all about, like, you know, the, I don't know if it's, like, impact on British culture. But, man. People it's like all these there. are destined to crash. And Shannon Elizabeth is in this? She is the sexy one. Oh, my God. That poor girl. I hope she made enough money because she just sold, sold out. Brilliant. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth. 
Hang on. No. It's Cruel Intentions. Yeah, it's not Elizabeth. It's um. Oh my God, not Heather. What is her name? Homer Selmy. They're like, look this shit up. Like, all right, bro, fucking relax. Like, and he's the prime minister. You wouldn't do that. You would not. Called <laughs> her fat too. Oh my God. No. Not cruel intentions. What's the fucking thing? I'll find it. Denise Richards. Denise Richards. And the movie is with Nev Campbell. Oh. Bad intentions? I don't know. Hang on. (laughs) It's not cruel intentions. Wild things. Very close. Did you really say it's not cruel intentions? Bad intentions. Cruel intentions is a movie with Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan. Well, that was a daughter and her mom. I will say, I love airports for this reason. I love people watching at airports. It's yeah, one of this my is, favorite. I love airports when I'm not trying to travel. It's just, it's you peak people watching. Yeah, that is true. And actually, the movie. airport beer is one of the great inventions of life. The what? Airport beer. Oh, airport. I heard air purifier. I was like, wait, what? Well, that too. <laughs> yes. <you> tried it. <laughs> so how does that movie hold up? And because uh, I, I, I yeah. feel like that movie is still fun. But yeah, it's not uh, it's not as impactful as it was. That is love. Actually, actually, let's go to Shakira Hayek first. Shakira Hayek, give us the female perspective. OK, Um, female perspective. I made this comment earlier. This was romantic when I watched it in high school and even in college and early 20s. But now I'm watching it and I'm mad. I'm just like none of these is the prime minister. OK, he's fine. He's fine. The the Portuguese waitress and her man, and they don't even speak English. Who's like clearly going, a rebound. Right, they're just going straight yeah. to marriage. Like, not like, oh, let's go on a date. They're literally just getting married. Why date when you can marry, you know? That's stupid. It's just so <laughs> stupid, genuinely. And the, the little postcards outside with, um, you know, what's her name? The front, yeah, Kira Knightley in the front. Oh, the postcards? What you thought those called? were po- poster boards? Poster boards. Yeah. Kira Knightley and the poster boards, I, again, thought it was romantic. That's not romantic. That is fucked up on so many levels. She's already married. You're her husband's best friend. Yeah. The storyline I can vibe with a little bit. Outside of her, Emma Thompson, like, I'm a little pissed that she cried and just, like, moved on with it. Maybe I'll understand a little bit more, like, having kids and you kind of need to play it cool in front of them. The way she handled it afterwards, like, super passive-aggressive, I feel like I would have approached it this, I'd approach it in the same way, being like, so imagine this. Um, (laughs) You know, I I think I'm about to get a gold necklace and I open up and I fucking CD and... Who got the Take gold notes? Necklace? What did you get her for Christmas, Jeff? That's a mixtape. <laughs> like, I, I kind of appreciate how she handled it. I don't know. It, not, again, I don't like that but she ignored it for it... a but I, I like her, like, passive-aggressive, you know. But is it, I get what you're saying, but isn't it always one of those things where, like, the woman is always expected to be the better? Like... I wouldn't have blamed to, like, her if she just started yelling at him and being and don't what? don't don't make him look bad in front of yeah. the kids. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, why are we always 
keeping making the assholes look you know protect them for sure that's yeah yes that that is society we're supposed to yeah. like make the bad guy look good so that we don't we don't make him look at bad in front of his kids or in front of his boss or in front yeah. of his friends i think it's if- that but it's also like he's such a piece of shit like emma thompson's like i'm not gonna let him know that he's hurt me you know because like he's not fucking worth it <laughs> But like he's her husband, he has to be worth yeah. it a little bit. I get she it. And I were like, no, I'd be like, fuck you. I know, bro. He's her husband. <laughs> but, they have two kids together. But anyone who does what he did, it's like they almost don't deserve like to upset you. And I get you're in a relationship, but like in front of your kids, it's like you know what? Like if you're gonna buy your whore from Rowan Atkinson, who smells a cinnamon stick, and tosses it into the gift bag, a necklace, then like you're just not, you're not my guy. Yeah. That's that's just stupidity. Right, but she stuck it out. She's still with him to this day. I will say, as far as in twenty twenty two, she's with him. We're getting really twenty twenty two. She's with him. So, Shakira Hayek says, eighteen years later, everything in this is still the same. She, she, we don't have any proof that it's not. So until they do the sequel, Emma Thompson is not married. So. Until Love Actually 2 Electric Boogaloo comes out, we have no way of knowing. <laughs> Cycle, and with you. As far I, as mythology movies go, where it's multiple storylines, Love Actually did it first. Did they do it best? It's I, That's not the problem with the movie. I, I agree, actually, like with, with Shakira there. Because, like, almost all of the stories are problematic, save for, funny enough, the, the stand-in actors, right? And and the and what's his name going to America to hook up with chicks? Yeah, which is the most innocent. Like, good for him. He was honest about what he wanted. Yeah, those are the only two ones. Again, Liam Neeson and his son. That that one too. The three. Those are kind of because he went and found a new woman three days later. Yeah, it's relatively stepson, and he's already met a Swedish blonde. That that's true too. God damn it. Well, at least their relationship. I know this hurts me too. Yeah, and 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 of course the the singer and the manager one. So like half the stories minimum at best are not problematic, which is so interesting. But again, I think the film is if you take it at its surface level, just completely simple like just not think about it all. It's really fun and entertaining. I think that's how we watched it when we were in high school. For we sure. didn't break this movie down. It's still funny. It's still easy to watch. But the second you think about this movie, it is not good. <laughs> I do appreciate, though, how even though it was the first to break this mold, it, they didn't end with, like, every single ending being a happy ending. Like, it would have yeah. been easy to be, like, everyone lands on their feet. But that's not life. So it's kind of cool that they did that. But, yeah. Th- and, and definitely the other thing that's a problem, and I think more as more of these ensemble movies came out, they fixed this because they got bigger uh, or like more famous cast members, but all the stories are not given equal uh, amount of the narrative. Like the British guy who ends up going to Milwaukee, he's in probably like literally 11 oh, minutes of the film. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. But, but he is the most like, endearing. Why even have him? Even have him? Yeah, well, <laughs> that was what, well, yeah. I'm really glad uh, Shakira that you joined. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for letting me crash. We can't afford her, so this is actually going to set the pod. Yeah. Well, Robin Sparkles is going to be really upset. <laughs> I miss her. 
Yeah. Well, hopefully she she's gonna find out what she missed on. on it's her fault for getting sick. So. <laughs> I. You have to tell her, but she's gonna be like, you "Fucking did what?" <laughs> well, I don't know, guys. With Scream Six coming out, I think we're due for. The tra- uh, shit! I gotta watch the trailer. You said. Yeah, yeah. It's coming Scream, out. Scream Six. We have to. Guys, we have to watch it together. Like yeah. we have to uh, find a way. All right, we'll watch it actually right first. All right, for our legal counsel, Ronnie Cycli, and my wife, Shakira Hayek. I, <laughs> my wife. My <laughs> wife. I'm the mayor, Jeff Hornacek. We're the Grow Force Squad podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. Oh. <laughs> Has she been there the whole time? Yeah, she's been next to me the whole time. People <laughs> be. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, at Bro4Squad. Type in bro4squad.com. You'll find all of our content there. And if you just type in bro4squad as three separate words on the internet, we're on everything. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. We'll check out there. Till next time, we have, I don't know, seven days till Christmas. Drink, 